We are going a little bit different direction for the full two hours. As we know, the second hour is Aliens with Gas. But uh, today we're going to extend that version of the show a little bit longer because we have a special guest with us. And well, first of all, Heidi Gad is with me. What's up? What's up? I'm actually here (laughs) at the beginning. You are here at the beginning. It's great. I love it. So we have a lot to talk about this show, a special two-hour broadcast, and we're going to focus on ghosts. Ghosts. Yeah, and I'm really excited about this because a few months ago, I believe it was October, we had uh, Jay Yates from the Cops Crew hanging out with us in studio, and uh, now him and his wife are back in here. Welcome to the program, you guys. Thank you. It's nice to be here. And uh, Jay, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, coming in. and. And uh, I guess doing a part two with us, if you will. Part two, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he well, just has his better couldn't half get with enough them. the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right on, man. Well, I'm looking forward to this conversation because we are going to get into the picture my aunt sent me, yeah. which was a picture of a ghost in her TV, and I sent it to Jay. Now, Marie, have you seen this before? I have not. You haven't seen Jay it. Jay did not show me. What? <laughs> I, I didn't put her in the loop. Sorry you didn't put her. That. All right. Well, we can find a picture of it on the uh, on the phone and show you. But I have a. We had an interview with my aunt. We did this a couple days ago, and that all is going to be on the overtime portion of the show, which you'll get on the podcast version. But we have a clip of that interview we'll play next hour. You guys will be able to hear her talk about the ghost and what have you. But there's a really fascinating situation she had, not just a ghost in a TV, but ghosts by the side of her bed and and Indian spirits all involved with this. And Yeah, it was a, really an amazing conversation we had with yeah. Gas's aunt. Yeah. Wait, Marie, you just said creepy, huh? Yeah, it looks creepy. It is creepy, right? So it's not normal, is it? No, it don't look no, normal. No, it definitely <laughs> didn't look normal. I looked at it and I, was just, I didn't know what to say about it other than like, you know, I, mean, I, I wasn't there, so, but you know. Right, but the funny thing is, is in the interview, which was kind of a really weird and freaky little scenario that added to the story, <laughs> was that she, okay, so what she was doing, she was watching TV, and, and if you want to follow along what we're talking about, our Instagram page, uh, Aliens with Gas, there's a photo of it. Just look for the blue picture. It's a little bit down ways, but... So she put the TV on pause as she's watching Bridezilla's on the Wii Network. <laughs> so she pu- she put the TV on pause and left and came back and saw this face on the channel on her TV, and then she said she changed the channels, and the face was still there. That's interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. right. And then a couple weeks later, she said another face, a profile of a face, appeared right. on her TV, like a silhouette, I believe, is what her right. exact wording was. Yeah, and then she got rid of the TV <laughs> right after that. <laughs> I would too. People are staring at her. You would think, right? Yeah. So <laughs> the the uh, the interview is really fascinating. Again, that'll be on the on the uh, podcast version for our overtime. Um, but we'll uh, lis- listen to it next hour. But uh, welcome to the program, by the way. And we're hanging out with you for the next couple hours. And Heidi, you. Uh, all excited because you just saw a ghost, an orb. Would you? What happened? Um, so the shop I have, um, the instrument repair shop, it's in an older building in uh, Chandler, Arizona, um, Superstition Mountain Music and Electronics. And a couple, several months ago, I had been working there late, and I kept seeing something walk back and forth in front of my office. And the office is like attached to like one of our smaller workshops that's visible from the whole front of the shop. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I get up and I leave. Well, the next morning, our alarm goes off, triggered by motion sensors. Okay, well, that's weird. Of course, everyone at the shop, ha, 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 Right. (laughs) So yesterday, one of my employees is walking into the main part of our shop, which is through a door, 
and just to the right of him, I see a full-figured spirit. And I couldn't make out like details, but immediately I'm like, guys, I just saw a ghost. <laughs> and then I'm shouting for one of the other, one of my techs that works there, who he's also seen spirits numerous times in his life to like come up and like look around with me or whatever. And of course, no one sees anything. Well, again, this morning, what happens? Alarm, motion sensor, cops just, you know, cops come out. Nothing. Really? Nothing. No, uh, no break-in scenario? No. Or? And I looked at the video, and, um, you know, the, most of those cameras, the video is uh, triggered, the recording of the video is triggered by motion. So I figure whatever motion happened, happened, triggered it, and then, and then now it's, it's not. But I'm going to continue to review it to see... If I see something. Well, the problem is, Heidi, is you didn't call cops crew <laughs> for crossing over paranormal society um, because they would be the ones that'd probably be able to help you. I heard they're a really good group, though. <laughs> so let's talk about that, the cops crew. Explain to people out there what that is, what it stands for, and, uh, and what you guys do. Um, both Marie and I founded cops crew kind of accidentally in around 03-ish or something. Um, the crossing over paranormal society, we all started out, um, generally speaking, uh, besides Marie, there was all law enforcement, military, firefighters, stuff like that. And I just had to put up with all of them. She was the one that kind of kept us all in line. <laughs> she was the one that like just kind of like, uh, you know, she was like the boss lady, I guess. <laughs> I'm always the boss lady. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> no, she definitely. Uh, no, but we're, we're a group of, um, you know, uh, diverse uh, opinions and views now. We've transformed multiple different times, um, and we've become what we are today. And, you know, we've done we've had a really good run at it, and we seem to keep getting the cases, so we have no shortage there. I now, keep you guys in line. Are a lot of the cases you're getting coming from word of mouth? You know, um, I mean, is that you're seeing like, I mean, because I, I can't imagine one person getting haunted and then all of a sudden their friends getting haunted and like, oh, you got to call, you know, call these guys. I imagine it have to be really individual, isolated cases. We've been really blessed because we have like a really good reputation. I was actually just talking with our case organizer yesterday and uh, we were talking about this. It's like, where are people getting, you know, my phone number, number one, because I've taken it down off all the sites because now we get people like, you know, texting and calling like, yeah, hey, I just saw your show and blah, 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 you know, or I just saw you on TV. And it's never like about like what we're trying to do. Like, right. oh, that's cool. And we appreciate that. Right. We want to reserve that line for people that are actually right. struggling with the supernatural. and Not fans. Exactly, <laughs> which is cool. Do that stuff on right. Facebook, sure. guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so that, that, that's kind of weird. But we were just talking about it because there's so many. There's so many that come through. Uh, so much so that we have um, Jen, our case organizer, who just she does that. She just sits down and goes through all the calls. And, and I think a lot of what it is now that we're getting is it's word of mouth. I mean, it's years, um, you know, having a good reputation, you know, amongst our clients and in the field. So right. um, we've been really careful, you know, about how, you know. Mysteriously, we'll meet somebody and like, oh, I see you new on TV. Oh, my aunt's house is haunted. Can you uh, come see it? So it's just randomly and, and people we they, meet. And then emails, of course. People contact us through Facebook. And it's just, you know, and right. contact our case organizer directly. It's just multiple different ways. But sometimes we get hit all at once. So if you have put in a request for us to investigate and we haven't got back with you, it's because there is a long line of callbacks and we're doing the best that we can. What about, is there a BS meter that <laughs> when people call up and you're like, nah, so we're not going to, thanks for calling, but thanks, you know, whatever, no. Um, yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, our Jen, she definitely, uh, you know, there's a certain parameter of what we're looking for and questions that we're asking. And, um, you know, I mean, we don't want to go out there at our own cost and, and help you out if there is nothing to help you with. Right. I mean, if you're seeking a television show or your location to be on TV, 
you know, be honest about that instead of like trying to make up stuff or fabricate right. things. But we've had that happen. Well, and that's not the reason to call you guys. Like it shouldn't be at least. No, no. But unfortunately, that that is something that you know we it's, it's you know it's one of those things you know. But you know we deal with it. Almost sounds like you guys might need a couple volunteers to help with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's insane. It's it's actually insane sometimes. But you know it, it it's fun and you know you get to meet and help a, a lot of different people and you know even like Jen, our case organizer, she was once our client. I mean we served her on investigation like I don't even know how many years ago like six seven years ago maybe maybe even longer um her house was haunted um and uh now she's our case organizer yeah because her daughter was actually not even driving yet and her daughter is, is a key crew member in our team right. as well which is odd how that kind of happens but wow. people come together for whatever reason and i think that you know some things are just kind of meant to happen right so for people listening in the cops crew is not a ghostbusters team you're not going out to remove <laughs> the ghosts or anything like that you're there to do what uh, paranormal investigations, research on the location, um, and to validate the haunting and to possibly give you some, you know, idea as to what you can do about potentially lowering the level of activity, understanding it better is really right. key. So. Is there like a checklist, like like say if you go to a house and like <laughs> you have a checklist, like the top of the box says leave now, then they're like, <laughs> you could stay, but you have to do this, or the other one's like, oh, don't worry, they're harmless, <laughs> you know? <laughs> kind of like something similar something to Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just certain things that we're looking for. We're, we're trying to determine what type of haunting it is, if it is a haunting first, and then what type it is at that point. And, and of course, there's multiple different types of hauntings that people right. could be going through. So we're just trying to find which one they are and then go from there. So Well, like my aunt's situation, you know, she never had a problem until 2010. And then all of a sudden she's getting this, this issue. And she said that there's cemeteries to the left of her, to the right of her. <laughs> but, I mean, do you, do you ever find something like that? Because as far as, like, a randomness haunting a kind of a come and go, you know, that, that there's no relationship to the people, there's no relationship to anything else, just a, a random spirit in a random place? Is that, or is there always going to be some kind of connection to that spot? Yeah, I like to call them drifter spirits. You know, they're just kind of there. You know what I mean? I mean, you have to understand, like, these brand-new houses that are being built, like, all over the valley here. Let's say, for example, Arizona, for example, like, it wasn't always, like, a subdivision. You know what I mean? Like, right, there was sure. other things that were there. Just now, I mean, there's news here recently uh, in downtown Phoenix about that store that they were, like, breaking around for the new fries. Right. And they found, like, all kinds of, like, ancient ruins and stuff. No like, way. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Legit, yeah. What? So, I mean, like, so you're, like, wondering, yeah. like, why is my place haunted? Well, don't forget, like, we weren't the first people here. Right. <laughs> So, a lot of people I mean, don't realize, like, the whole American Indian stuff here. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was here really say, big. This whole place is a big burial ground for Native pretty, Americans, pretty much, I imagine. Yeah, pretty much. Right. So, And we find that a lot. But, yeah, I mean, I would consider that something more like a drifter spirit. I mean, you have two cemeteries, <laughs> one on each side. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, yeah, a cause for some activity, probably. Well, she had said in the in the interview that she was, you know, it was a, she got visited by a couple spirits, three of them, actually, in three consecutive days. The first one was a man. The second one was a woman. She said of South American descent, and the third one was a, a younger, a younger man, around twenty, at the foot of her bed. So these are like three different people, three different entities. I mean, it's interesting. Yeah. So do you, I mean, uh, my first question would be: Is she sensitive, and has she had these experiences in the past? I don't think she said anything until she. Yeah, she. She, she just said it was like all of a sudden, all these things started happening. Yeah, you know, we hear that sometimes, like where it's just. Did like she that. ever go walk into the cemetery? No, I doubt that. I doubt that. But she does travel the world. And she had recently came back from Egypt. Mm-hmm. And about a few, about five or six months later is when she started feeling the spirits in the house. And then a few, a little bit later, I think was the, the TV was the first one. I feel like that's what she said. I think the TV was the first one. Then the spirits by her yeah. bed showed up. 
And then she just, you know. Yeah, we refer to those oftentimes as like hitchhiker spirits and stuff like that. So, like, for example, Marie and I, we travel a lot. And we pick up, um, like, especially, like, items from all over the place. And then we obtain haunted and cursed items and stuff from locations. Right. So oftentimes there's an attachment to a specific item. Uh, or sometimes it's an attachment specifically to a person. Um, so uh, those things do happen. I mean, if you don't know where you're going and some of the places that you go, sometimes these things can uh, find comfort with you, or maybe you remind them of somebody. Lob on to somebody, right? Or glob on to somebody. You might not even done anything. You might not even brought anything home, and it might just attach it yourself to yeah. you. I mean, Without it, you knowing nothing, you know, knowing. unwearing, no voodoo witch doctors. It might, you might have reminded them of their parents or something like that, so right. they just attached. Oh, my gosh. Watch out at garage sales, people. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that's a big deal. That's a funny story. Do we have time to tell it? Absolutely, man. Um, we, uh, probably six, seven months ago, we had a case where this lady was experiencing the extreme haunting, and it was right after she had purchased, like, one of those little things you get for, like, a three- or four-year-old that says, like, ABC, you know, or whatever. Right. Those little plastic toys, right? And it, like, spells out all this different stuff well one day it started having a full-blown conversation um and <laughs> saying that certain people were going to become ill inside the house which they were oh my gosh um like and she didn't think anything of it like she that was the last thing she told us about what was going on in the house all, all she told us at the beginning when we came out there was uh some strange things are happening i hear some noises i thought maybe i saw a shadow and then it was like oh by the way there's this toy you know, and we're like, what? So we measured it because we, we believe uh, spirits, a lot of them are, are built up and made up of energy, right? So sure. we use electronic magnetic field finding devices and we ran tests on this particular thing and it was off the charts with EMF. Doesn't make any sense. We checked to see if we had Wi-Fi, took the batteries out, still the same scenario. Took it outside the home, different locations, different experiments, still high EMF. Um, we had our priest come in and he blessed it and we took it home, no activity whatsoever. Wow. And she has no activity After whatsoever. the blessing? Um, yeah, so... Interesting. Yeah. And it was, bought, it was bought by an aunt at a garage sale. That was the point. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. How long ago was that? Like six months ago. I oh, think. that was recent. That was right here in Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I should have brought it in. Just oh, like, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> <didn't go. laughs> <laughs> like the speak and spell where you... Yeah, it's like the one thinking, that like right. says like A, B, and then you push the button and it will say A, you know, right. Apple. You know what I mean? Yes. It was saying, you're going to well, die. It, <laughs> <the same laughs> thing, it went down. It could sing songs and everything right. to it. Like, um, but going it was actually speaking. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, on, it's on lyrics, was it? It's crazy. The cow says, you're going to die. Kind of, dude. That's kind of... Oh, her husband. It didn't do it in front of really us, sick. but like after you know detecting that, it didn't make any sense. It wasn't natural by any means. So. Yeah, that doesn't sound natural to me at Garage all. Garage sale. Yep. Wow. Interesting. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's play a song. We'll come back. We'll ch- we'll chat more. We'll get into some other interesting ghost stories from Phoenix, Arizona. Some other odd anomalies that are going on in the hauntings out here in uh, Phoenix. And uh, Heidi, get a big smile on your face too. You love this stuff. <laughs> I, do. I I dig it too, and hopefully you are as well. I'm gonna jam a tune. Scattered Melodies is the band. Now it's Jake and Josh, and they are a bass and a drum drummer, and then they invite other artists to join them to create new music. So they have, an out, they have a couple albums out. And uh, this one here is with um, Robert Chuka and Chelsea Louise from the band Fairy Bones, along with Jack Howell playing the piano. The tune is called Ghost of Death Rap, and uh, it's a really cool tune. And uh, t- take a listen to this. We'll come back with the cops crew, Jay and Marie Yates, with our special edition of Ghosts. with gas.
Ghosts. <laughs> With gas. The Ghost of Death Rap. That is from Scattered Melodies, and that is from their album, Modern Repair with the cops crew with us, J.M. Marie Yates. And tell people where they can find you online. And Yeah, you can find us at www.thecopscrew.com. If you're looking for more information about Marie and I specifically, we're at yatesfamilyhaunting.com. Yates uh, Family Haunting. Yeah. Meaning so. that this because you're the family that... Yeah, it's not like anybody who's got a family that's haunted or something. It's, it's kind of like the Adams family. <laughs> our f- theme for our song on for our phone is the Adams family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Though, kind of you got to have a little tongue in cheek in this, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you ever find uh, spirits have a sense of humor? Uh, that ever come across? Oh yeah, yeah, they mess with me at home all the time. We were yeah. talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah I have like, OCD issues of cleaning and everything has to be put in place. Things get moved out of place purposely at my home just really? to. Yeah, to aggravate me. For us, it's like you literally, like, you know, moved your head and you know it was there. You were about to grab it and then it's across the room oh, kind of man. thing. Yeah. That's like not so much like, oh, I'm losing my mind because I'm old. We have that too. That's, yeah. We definitely right. have that. Like, look at your car keys. They're in your hand. Glasses are on your head. Exactly. Right. That happens. But no, this is a little bit different. <laughs> Didn't you have a, an experience with a, like a. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking somebody one, else. <laughs> was there a glass mirror on the wall? Was that you that was telling me that story? Um, I actually have had a couple glass mirror on the wall things, but I'm not sure if I actually ever mentioned that to you. So you're probably thinking of someone else. Yeah, probably am. Yeah, <laughs> someone said that this big, huge, heavy glass mirror that was hanging on the wall forever got thrown across the room. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a really years of bad luck. big, heavy piece. That was, I mean, like obviously there's yeah. no there's no limit to strength to a, for a ghost, is there? Um, uh, not really. I mean, they they have as much fuel as you give them with your own emotions. They feed off that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, an extreme, like, poltergeist scenarios, like, you know, you definitely could, uh, you know, really feed it with a lot of fear. So, I mean, they generally start out small, footsteps down the hallway, and then all of a sudden the doors are slamming, and then the next thing you know, stuff's moving across the house. And by then, you're about ready to run out of your house screaming. Um, but you deal with it because it's your house and you have nowhere to go. Right. So, uh, yeah, just you keep feeding it, man. And then it just continues to grow. And however much fear you give it is what it's going to use, you know. So if you, you know, throw on some happy music and, <laughs> I mean, that goes away or are they there? And Not necessarily. I mean, it's, ener- it's energy in general. But, you know, I think we see a lot of people that feed things more with, like, the fear response, you know, the fear sensory, uh, that it tends to be a little more negative, you know. And for those that acknowledge it but don't allow it to like you know scare them um seem to have a better response with it but it's those that truly fear in the paranormal a lot of the times it's skeptics who never believe in this stuff made fun of all the tv shows made fun of all this stuff in general and then all of a sudden like it happens to them um you can imagine their fear because their whole life they've denied that it was even going on whatsoever so um those are generally the ones where we see the most amount of activity a lot of our cases are when we're starting to talk i go in there and i speak to the families and a lot of them tell, I do, I ask them about how your, how's your life, you know. They have young ch- children, teenagers, especially girls, I mean, will bring a lot of energy into your home, you know, going it's through. It's a whole adolescence thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, and then plus families and going through divorce or, you know, someone. Yeah, it's definitely a huge cause. I mean, uh, from- anger in a home 
can really cause a lot of other things to happen. Well, just saying this positivity and just like being, you know, humble and just loving your family and things like that. I mean, obviously has a complete opposite effect on things. But I'm right. not going to say everybody that gets in an argument is going to have a haunted house. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. not what we're Generally, saying. Generally, these are like really But you invite that things. You invite that energy in. You open you that do. door. You do. You definitely And that's that when door. the fear starts happening. When you do let that, in, you know, energy in there and then you start seeing something move. Oh, my gosh. And you're scared every time you see your, you know, a shadow right. or anything. Yep. You're going to sh- keep showing them fear. My house is completely haunted. I do not show it any fear. I'm not scared of it. Right. You live with it and just go with it and yeah. they're, and they're it, it okay. It gets annoying is all it really It does. It gets annoying. It's, I mean, annoying. you have to realize ghosts are no, there is too. times, though. We can't sit there and say Because <laughs> there is some That's times shirt, where it's like uh, I had an experience uh, probably, what, three, four years ago now um, where Marie and I, we were in an argument. And uh, I went and slept on the couch for a while. And I'm finally like, no, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> So, I, you know, I go in, I just crawl in the bed, like, you know, and like for trying to like, okay, everything's going to be fine, you right. know. And uh, I left the bathroom light on, too. It was weird because it was so clear to me. And uh, I was trying to go to sleep, and I opened up my eyes. I looked at the door um, of our bedroom, and there was this luminescent, like, glowing uh, light coming off this female. Um, and it was insane. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm actually seeing this, you know. And when I looked closer to the face, it was actually her grandmother who had passed away. Wow. And uh, I'm like, oh, I really pissed her off, you know. And uh, <laughs> like, the grandma's yeah. showing up. <laughs> uh, and I see her reach out. And it wasn't, like, scary. It wasn't, like, frightening. It was just definitely, like, you know, we got into a pretty big argument and probably said some stuff we probably shouldn't have said to each other. Um, and she was upset. Marie was, you know, very upset. Um, but uh, she reached out her hand to touch Marie's leg. And when I... It touched her leg. Marie jumps up, like, out of a dead sleep to grab the portion of the leg that was touched by this. So, like, immediately I knew I wasn't insane. I knew that for sure it was her grandmother. And I was like, you know what, babe? I'm just going to go ahead and sleep on the couch tonight. I can't sleep. Yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't that it was, like, I was totally scared. It was definitely an uncomfortable. It felt like it was a very personal experience that she wanted to have with her granddaughter. Right. And uh, I just, you know, it it wasn't for me. And out of respect, I just let her have that moment. What I mean, so you saw this spirit move from the front of the door to the bed? Um, yeah, or, yeah. It was it was just hovering, it was just hovering, right and then there, moved yeah. over, and reached out, and yeah. I've never woke seen, up and it touched yeah. you. I don't even remember waking up. Right. So yeah. I don't even remember. To be honest with you, I have never seen my grandmother. The one person <laughs> I've <laughs> I've seen all other things, but my grandmother. I've been like, okay, in spirit form. Yeah. Okay. I just want to see my grandmother, but I guess in a way, I mean. My grandmother won't let me see her because it, it would be hard, right? To be honest with you, because it'd be like me watching her die all over again if I got, had to let her go again. Wow. So people ask me that all the time too. They're always like, "Why don't I see my loved one? Why don't I see this person that passed away?" I hear so many people have these experiences. Why has this never happened to me before? And it's for that reason because we wouldn't be able to let go. It'd be like reliving that death all over again. I think the loved ones realize that for some people that it would almost be like experiencing that death all over again. Too much attachment. My grandmother was that one person. I mean, she was my everything. I mean, she was my protector. She was my best friend. I mean, she was everything. So that was the one person in my life that was probably the hardest I, I actually saw her grandfather as well. I've never met his gran- her grandfather because he passed away when she was young. Um, but uh, it was at the time when I was working at the female prison that was featured on Sci-Fi Channel uh, for Paranormal Witness. And they never mentioned this uh, in the show. There's so much that they didn't mention. But when I was going through such a hard time with working there and it was just a terrible like environment, I remember one uh, evening me opening up the freezer in the kitchen and seeing this big belly and this white T-shirt on the other side of the refrigerator. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the heck is this, you know? And I reluctantly shut the freezer, the top of the freezer. And uh, 
there her grandfather was just staring at me and, and like I, what do I do with that you know what I mean right. uh, it was definitely odd you know it happened you know and why did it happen I was going through a really hard time we were going through a really hard time uh, and, and aside from that we were going through a really extreme haunting at that same time within our own home but it was just weird that he showed up that one time, you know, just to whether say hi or what, you know, but it's so weird. The other haunting going on, was this family related as well, or is this a separate situation? Oh, the haunting that was going on in our yeah. house at that time? There was a lot of attachments from the prison that I was working at the time. So it was just, I was bringing home a lot of negative energy and dealing with a lot of negative stuff right. uh, where I was working and stuff kind of like attached itself to me. Wow. Plus, we were investigating at the same time, so it wasn't really, <laughs> it was kind of a right. huge mixture it was like a hurricane you know but. everything attaches to jay <laughs> well I, that's the thing i kind of let it you know what i mean because i mean i really want to seek truth understanding and proof of the paranormal by any means necessary and if that means that i have to be that guy that has that attachment to understand it to help that family or that child that's struggling like i did you know or like my kids have you know what i mean then i'll do it for sake of that so Marie and I always say this isn't like a way of life. It's our life, and, uh, you know, that's just what we do. Yeah, it's who you are. It's what you've accepted in, and now you have to yeah. kind of live with them. You know? I lived the right. life where I didn't see anything. I mean, when I grew up all the way until I met Jay, I didn't see ghosts. I mean, the only ghost I see was Ghostbuster TV or right. Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> I mean, I always say this. I mean, I lived a very peaceful life, didn't know anything. I did have an autistic son that always said he's seen things, and things moved Um but I always thought it was because he was autistic. Right. Um, until I met Jay and started um, him coming around, he started seeing the exact same thing my autistic son did. Wow. And that actually drew me into really? wanting the answers like, okay. Because my autistic son didn't really want to be around mom anymore. Only wanted to be around, you know, Jay. And, I mean, they their bond grew so, you know, big. And, it was, and, and that's it. This is what sucks about, like, you know, like some of the television we've done. Like, we did Ghost Adventure Aftershocks, and it was a lot about that. Our, our son's Stephen, who has autism and the connection with the paranormal, uh, and they didn't show much of that on the show. They just saw me being angry on television uh, about some questions that were being asked to me. But like, um, we're gonna be doing a show pretty soon that is actually gonna dive in way deep with all that. So, you know, stay glued to our website, and you know, you guys can get some information on that. Right on the cops crew. Uh, it's an acronym again: C dot O P C dot O dot P dot S dot. So if you're looking up cops crew, that's what you're looking for. Um, Heidi tagged it on the Instagram page and, yeah. on, and on Facebook as and well. And if you just type in cops crew on on the Google, they totally pop up everywhere. It's not awesome difficult like to find them. <laughs> that took a long time, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's play another tune. We'll come back back and we'll get into some of the local hauntings here in Phoenix, Arizona. You guys did a, at the Sunkiss Factory, you did a couple walkthroughs, and that was last year. When the last time we talked to you, you were actually getting ready to do them. So I want to know if that what happened, if there was anything that went down. Um, it's pretty much a classic building here in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And there's a basement that's, you said, it's just a monster sized basement, right? It's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll talk about that. Some other popular hauntings here in Phoenix. But we got, uh, the crash test dummies. How about that? <laughs> okay. The ghosts that haunt me is the tune right here on Ghosts <laughs> with Gas. This is a special ghost program we're doing here, right, Heidi? So we're yep. doing. Uh, we're doing it. <laughs> we I, are. I bullied my way into this one. I like doing this though. I think this is <laughs> absolutely right down our alley. Talking aliens every week, and once in a while we can venture off into the other world of the paranormal. And aliens are also part of that. I mean, yeah. it's, and it's kind of the same thing. I almost mentioned the fact that you know when you when you talk to someone that you do alien show nine times out of ten someone's going to say oh I saw an alien or my my parents blah 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 you probably run into the same thing when you tell someone you do ghosts 
someone's going to come up and say, oh, we do. I know someone who's been haunted or I've had an experience. How oh, often, yeah. All the yeah, time? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and they connect it with, uh, I mean, we get the same thing with extraterrestrial sightings and abductions. And it's all kind of bleeding together these days is what we see a lot now. Is we where, even have specialists, um, like UFO that goes out there, researchers, yeah. and they all are sort of combining it together. Yeah, I mean, you see a lot more people that are in that field kind of just clashing together and like really trying to figure out if there's not more of a correlation to these things because you know there's some you know cases that are paranormal related that also have stories of abduction and sightings of grays or whatever you know all in one location so um you know there's this is kind of the thing where it seems like that's the route that it's going. Well, maybe people think, yeah, like their house might be haunted, but it could be an alien or vice versa. True, true. Know, the thing yeah, maybe is. we've been hunting aliens all along and we didn't even know. I don't know. What do you think, Heidi? Um, I think that sometimes <laughs> they are totally connected. Um, I think that anything is possible, of course, and we just don't know enough about any of these things to really make a solid, you know, assessment of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're talking with the cops crew hanging out with us here on the show, and uh, they not only go out and investigate hauntings, but they also host a couple walkthroughs. And you did a couple walkthroughs over at the Sunkiss building out in Phoenix, actually Mesa, Mm -hmm. and you took tours so people can sign up and walk through the whole basement, the whole place, and kind of check it out. And how did that go? And what did you uh, see anything, anything come come out of it? Yeah, we did two in the fall and we had some interesting experiences. Uh, One of which uh, we had uh, a group of people in the basement and there were some bolts that were actually getting picked up and thrown around uh, in the basement. Um, Like it wasn't just heard, but it was actually seen where these things were actually happening inside the basement area. Sunkist in general is just like a huge yeah, every time we go there, man, it's just like there's something else that happens or something to add to the story. Um, we caught um, like a shadowy figure of something that was coming down one of the tunnels um, where they used to just send oranges down the chute for them to be organized and whatnot. Uh, actually, two photos in that particular area. Wait, what was the experience that you had, Marie? Is this the weirdest um, thing? We were upstairs. I was sick, and so I couldn't really go downstairs or anything because it is very dusty and everything. So I stayed upstairs, and um, I thought one of the, our investigators was messing with us, had a flashlight pointing at us. So I turned my flashlight on, blinked it on, blinked it off. Well, they did the exact same thing. And I'm like, haha, playing. So I'm going to do it too. I'm going to keep messing with them. So I'm like, hey, who's up here at the thing? Which one's messing with me? And we're like, no one's up there. I'm like, oh, whatever. And I didn't believe them, you know. It's pretty sad. I should yeah, she called. Them. You called me up <laughs> to go. Because like, you're like, oh, you got to call. You got to call the police. There's somebody in the building. Yeah, well, because we walked all the way over there. And I'm, there was nobody there. And I'm not kidding you. I wasn't the only one that seen the flashlight playing with me. Wow. It was like, there was like four or five of us seeing this flashlight playing with me. So we searched, instead of for ghosts for the longest time, we were looking for a person that had entered the building. Uh, and there's no way in now. I mean, the building is completely secured. It's been completely remodeled, at least the upstairs portion. Well, we've seen another person that was with us. Um, she actually does uh, CyberCon with us and the radio and show, Tina. Mm. Um, she actually went um, with me to walk around, and we seen a figure. I mean, we seen a man. I mean, only thing I seen was this tall guy. So I seen his legs, and he was wearing shorts. So I assumed it was actually 
I was like, oh my goodness, somebody got into the building. Right. So I'm calling Jay, get up here now. There's somebody <laughs> in the building. Get in here now. And they looked everywhere and there was nobody in there. So Yeah, so the, the building's interesting. There's always, like I said, there's always something weird that's going on, people having weird experiences. We get a lot of audio recordings. The last two times we were there, we were getting um, like uh, almost like a singing, like a humming, like a cadence to it, um, a female voice on multiple occasions. Um, so there's stuff there, man. It's just always, it's always an interesting experience. And it really depends on the group of people you have come out there too. So if you have a whole bunch of open-minded individuals that are there just to like have fun uh, and learn how we actually investigate and, and in the proper ways that are our techniques that we use, things like that. We always have like cool stuff happen when we have good groups out there. And we plan on doing another one uh, sometime um, this summer. It's actually the location. Um, I don't really take our son. Um, he's 15, almost 16. Next month, oh my goodness, it's scary. He's going to be driving. Everybody watch <laughs> out. Um, but um, he actually, um, I don't really take him out to like private investigations or anything like that. But some of our, you know, you know, building stuff, he loves the sun kiss. I mean, that kid, when he goes down there, I've never seen somebody light up. And he actually gets a lot of our audio stuff that we get him and micah one of our investigators yeah um those two together get the most amazing auto i well our son like we used to like you know like we never we just talked about this off there a second ago it's like brandon my son who's almost 16 years old like we never like took him out to any investigations we started doing events in and around the valley and for some reason one time we just like somehow he ended up with us for whatever reason and uh he just kind of like just like where's brandon at like he's supposed to be at the table like helping us like stamp tickets (laughs) and stuff and no he's like in the basement of the Sunkiss building in the dark by himself with an audio (laughs) recorder I'm like wow just you know like father takes after his mom and mom yeah totally you're not afraid Brandon obviously (laughs) he's he's in the studio (laughs) with us right now (laughs) that's really crazy it's pretty cool that is really cool what other places around Phoenix stand out to you as far as places that you know would invite you to come in and, and do a tour um, where we want to, or where? Yeah, do you get anybody else saying, "Yeah, you got to tour our place," or just check out our place? Oh or yeah, we, we, we what get popular haunt, haunt spots here in Phoenix. We, we get requests, some of which we we had a great building downtown last year, and uh, we're, it's not public. We're not allowed to like talk about it, but it's it's an amazing building downtown. That's a, a lot of what we get. So we'll get like these great, huge like buildings that where people are like always drive by and are always like, "Wow, I bet that's haunted." Wonder if anyone's ever gotten in there, and it's like you just want to say, "Yeah, we did. It is badass." <laughs> You don't even right. we can't, you know. Um, Beep but, number two. No, ass isn't a bad word, is it? Bad word? <laughs> yeah, no, ass was fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, um, St. Carlos Hotel, I mean. Yeah, St. Carlos a, is a great one uh, downtown. We never did it as a group. Um, to be honest with you, they do tours once in a while, you know, not all the time anymore. But, you know, they've done We, we got access down to the basement years and years and years ago. And uh, I remember, like, I was telling Marie, like, something's touching my leg. This, shoot, this is like 12 years ago. Like, literally, this is not even yeah. a long time ago. And um, I'm like, something's touching my leg. Something's touching my leg. I'm take a picture. And she took two photographs, and on the first photograph, there's this black mass surrounding my like my leg, and on the second one, it's faded out and it's moved away a ways. But like you know, there's something going on there, especially in the basement area. That's, that I mean, I would spot. I recommend people going there. They do have tours well, there. That other picture too, where you're standing like in like the wall, and there's like a shadow behind Marie. That if at first glance you might look at it as like her, like a shadow cast from her and, and the lighting on the play, but like there's like it looks like the grudge chick like standing like right behind. Oh you. my god! So creepy. 
Like that, that's a lot. Do you have these? Do you have these picks? I think they're up on the website. <laughs> they're up on the website. Yeah. If not, I have to go hunt those down and put them up there. But uh, the Carlton Hotel. The car isn't it called the Carlton? Oh yeah, yeah. the Clarendon. Uh, Clarendon. The Clarendon Hotel. Um, Downtown, right? Yeah. They do a lot of rooftop shows. That's, yeah, they yeah. do. That's a cool um, Debbie Brandy, right. one of our really good. Uh, uh, French paranormal found, like, a friends. small paracon yeah. there, uh, and we went out and uh, we investigated out there. That was really cool. We had some interesting experiences happen there. Uh, so that's a great spot. There's just so many like little tiny spots like everywhere around the valley. Um, ones that stand out, obviously, are like San Carlos because that's a huge deal. Um, last uh, year, we actually went out to Tucson and we got invited to investigate the Congress Hotel. Um, and not only did we just get to investigate like a small portion of the hotel, like they let us have full access to the Congress Hotel in Tucson, uh, Arizona, the tap room, uh, everything. We caught a, a picture of an apparition in the tap room, like peering in, staring at us and stuff. Um, I don't think that's up on the website, but we do have that. So we got that there. Marie got like choked out in the closet in one of the rooms where allegedly there was a suicide. You got choked out? Yeah. Like you literally felt well, well, we went into this closet. There was supposed to be a bullet that went through. There was, there was a couple something. rumors about yeah, different things. Yeah, something about a bullet went through. So we were. I went into the closet, and I am the type. I would rather be all by myself, just like my son. He's taken after his mom in a place all by myself, dark. Leave me alone. Give me a EVP and just leave me alone. And at the time, I tried to get out because it was dead. There was nothing happening. And I was trying to get out. The door was locked. I'm like, hey, you guys, quit playing with me. Let me out. They're like, we're not playing with you. And I think they were trying to help me get out and it wouldn't let me out and then all of a sudden it just like started joking me shoved me to the wall and I like okay wow. at that point I was like okay screaming let me out of this oh another cool thing too they have this like every year some dude does like this uh, seance like on the rooftop which actually didn't used to be the rooftop right because it used to be like a multi-level building yeah it or used something. to be a, they had another which one's story uh, the Carlos Hotel or not the Carlos the, the, the Congress Hotel oh, Congress. in Tucson okay. Arizona yeah and uh, we were in that seance room and we were um, like kind of like conducting our own little seance dude and like all of a sudden like this cool brush of air just shoots through all of us and this room was so hot dude like we were in there in the summertime I'm talking it was probably a good 130 degrees in there and just stagnant hot all you know it's just terrible for audio because there was the air conditioning units out there and stuff um, but uh, we all caught a uh, black shadow like someone running across the rooftop uh, which we all ran out you know to go investigate but we do caught so much audio out of that place but it's got some interesting history but that's a cool place if you're ever in you know Tucson yeah so how does that work? They call you up and, hey, we're at the Congress Hotel. We think we're haunted, or can you <laughs> well, come I check mean, it the, out? The Congress is known for being, you know, a haunted hotel. I don't remember how that all started. I think we just, because we do a lot of knock and talk. So Marie and I will go out um, to certain locations, you know, around the valley or outside the valley or other states, and we'll just start talking to people. And um, I don't shut up. I just keep talking to people. And I, and yeah, then I, so I think this is one of those where it was like, you know, like, hey, you know, heard it was haunted. You know, we'd love to have our team in there. Plus, we do a lot of location finding for television so um, you know some people you know it helps them with their business to get the notoriety out there that you know things are this or that or whatever right. or you know there's always those people that are like you know I hear that it is but I want to know for sure and you guys are really reputable so we'd like to have you come out and check it out right. so some of these places like they don't even let us talk about like publicly because they're like they want to keep it quiet well I imagine especially yeah. a hotel not too many people some would hotels, want to go I can yeah. tell you that there's quite a few that well, we've investigated a, that don't want us to talk about it yeah <laughs> well the Jerome Hotel that's supposed to be haunted up there oh yeah all those like we did uh, we did uh, the what was the Mile High last year? I, early last year, we did the Mile High. Uh, great, great haunted location. Sure. Yeah, Connor Hotel up there. That's super haunted. We walked in the room immediately, and the closet door opened up, and the bathroom closed. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> we were walking. Yeah. We would. We were just. Yeah. I will honestly say, if you ever gone to Jerome, I mean, you could just walk. 
through the streets and yeah. know something's there. Right. And I mean, it's an amazing feeling. I mean, to be honest with you, I yeah, love Jerome's it. Jerome's a cool place. But we, we were walking chill. to our hotel in the Connor, and some gentleman seen us with some equipment. He's like, please come in here. Please come in here. And he's inviting us into his room, <laughs> so saying weird. there was he was having any experiences. Right then there? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. I mean, there, I, Jerome, I think almost any place you go in Jerome. Yeah, so we do this crap anyway. So like, it's like we just go to have fun. So like, you know, like Jerome's like a place we just go to like hang out. Yeah. And like not really actually officially go on just to kind of go out there and just experience the vibe. And, right. You know, but that's just like what we do. But that's how we get a lot of these locations is we're out and about, you know, and people hear about us, you know, word of mouth, stuff like that. But a lot of these buildings do contact us and some ask us to keep it on like the it's, download. It's you know? getting harder now, I will honestly say, because now yeah. a lot of people have seen us on TV now. So when we're out, they're like, oh, my gosh. you And it's like they just want us to come into places. Right. That no. sometimes, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's nice in a way. But yeah. it takes away I miss like that there was yeah. no one knowing who I was and just sneaking into places. Yeah. Did you ever uh, walk into a place and just immediately knew something weird was going on and maybe even just said, I'm out of here. This is way too crazy. Um, or- I don't know if we've like ever like, like well, no, we don't want to be in here. But there's definitely been places that we've gotten ourselves into where we're like, uh, I don't know about this. I think like, I this was is people, pretty sketch. You know? People walk by me. Or and there's they're talking or something. I'll be like, okay, I don't want to be around that person. I have done that with people, but not buildings. We're scared of human beings <laughs> that are living and breathing. Um, I'll blame you. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but there's definitely places like homes you go into where you're like, you know that there's something going on, or buildings you go like, you know for sure that something's going on without even having to really even investigate. Obviously, you investigate, but right. you just you kind of get that feeling. You get like really acquainted. with I think that, that starts all our talk usually because <laughs> we went to Prescott. Um, um, and we were up there just actually. I think we had a meeting oh, with somebody yeah, else. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. And then yeah. we went down with Whiskey Row, and we stayed. At, um, we started eating at uh, the, palace. the Palace. The Palace. They have the amazing food. I will honestly yeah. tell you, <laughs> amazing food. Um, but the Palace, we went in there, and we were just sitting in there, and. I don't know. We just started talking to one of the waitresses, and I'm like, your place just feels so active. And the next thing you know, like and the they're owner's just telling there, me everything. The like, owners are there. They're showing us video. And I ended like, up on Ghost Adventures, you know, with it. Like, so I think just, three months later, yeah. uh, we got them on Ghost Adventures to figure <laughs> show. So, I mean, it just happened. Marie, like she that. got jacked up there, dude. Like, Marie was in. Okay, so this give you an idea of this place, the Palace Saloon. It's uh, an old Western saloon. It's kind of, it's been rebuilt because back in the early 1900s, like, it completely burnt down. Um, all the cowboys pulled the bar out across the street to the courtyard and all the beer and they just watched it burn down right well then they rebuilt <laughs> over the top of this thing which is now the standing this happened the this palace. happened quite a few times too the burning of times? everything yeah. yeah really but like down below they have their fully like attached opium dens and like trap doors and all this stuff. So we had access that no one had ever had up to that point and to this, and this guy lives down there. So we were like sitting there. There's a video, I haven't made it public yet, but there's a video like where I'm like, uh, I'm doing a Gansfield experiment, like in the opium dens and Marie comes down and I don't even know that she's even there, but she's like scares the living crap out of me. <laughs> but she, she got, uh, she got scratched. Um, in the opium den area, actually, yeah, and um, that's uh, essentially what led to you know her being on Ghost Adventures. I know uh, when the Ghost Adventures, Zach and all of them were out there. Um, I do you believe it was Jay? Was it Jay that got scratched in the same spot that I got scratched? So it was pretty uh, cool pretty that interesting. You, I mean, well, you it can was you interesting. See, like, two that different, you I know, say people. cool. Sorry, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's more research. Sorry, people. Right. <laughs> 
people don't realize a lot of times um, at first when I started getting scratched all the time, I used to think it was bad. Oh, it's a demonic presence. Oh, my goodness. It's yeah, bad. Totally. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm out there asking things to come out, touch me. I give you permission, all that. I mean, we honestly don't know um, what this is. I mean, to be honest with you, no well, one has well, We don't know the repercussions to what we're doing. I mean, if you say, like, touch me and, like, make, a, make yourself known and you get scratched and then immediately you assume that, oh, that was a demonic attack, right. you know? That's garbage. I mean, it don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, on, there's man. times where it's burnt or hurt really bad when it's touched. Dude, there is but stuff. But it could be them just touching there me. Is, there's photographs and evidence that we have that we've never shown to anybody that if you saw, you would probably think that we completely hoaxed it, number one. But I, I've sat there and seen Marie, like, um, burn marks on her legs that formed out of nowhere um, with all kinds of crazy symbols and stuff. And then put my hand over and praying over that location and then moving my hand off of it and literally seeing normal skin just untouched nothing wrong with where my hand was at but still seeing this scar this burning stuff there's been so wow. many weird things That's that have gross. happened where it's like, like what, are you, what, are we, what are we seeing like is this really happening you know and we have to validate it for ourselves we have to take video and audio right. and all these other things because like are we losing our mind like we need to go back and look at this right. we're in a clearer state of mind <laughs> like did this really happen but yeah dude like there's been some crazy That's stuff real that's happened physical contacts oh crazy God. stuff yeah. Jay and Marie Yates are with us the cops crew crossing over paranormal society is who they are and uh, they're for hire by the way and you can find them online at thecopscrew.com. There you go. So follow them. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Our Real Aliens with Gas Hour will begin. All right. When we come back. Well, we're going to talk ghosts some more. And I have yeah. a clip from my aunt telling her story about her ghosts. And we'll get into that conversation when we come back. Ghosts. With gas. <laughs> I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Hey, come here. I got something good for you. Come on. Is it heavy stuff, man? <laughs> Will it blow me away? <laughs> put your seatbelt on, man. I'll tell you that much. Live people ignore the strange and unusual. You know how sometimes you feel the presence of somebody? I was sleeping, and all of a sudden I woke up like, oh, you know, like a, a frightening wake up, and there was a man standing right by my bed, right by the head of my bed, and I thought, all right, you're dreaming, closed my eyes, I opened them again, he was still there, I did it the third time, and then I just totally, you know, panicked, I just kept my eyes closed, and then the next night a woman came to visit me, again, no one's talking, they're just looking at me, just looking at me, and she looked like she was from South America, she had like a South America outfit on, again, I could see through them, and I could see the face and everything. I could see through them, and I could see, you know, what they were wearing. And then the third night, that was it. You know, after the third night, there was a young boy, maybe around 20 years old, standing at the foot of my bed. And I'm thinking, what is going on? I can't have three dreams three nights in a row the same. And it scared me. It scared me very much. So, um I didn't do anything about it other than I started lighting candles and get out of my house, get out of my house. I wasn't nice, and I kept saying get out of my house. And a couple of weeks later, my bed started shaking. I've got a 
I've got a brass bed on a steel frame, and I thought we were having an earthquake. I live in Southern California, so why not, you know? Anyhow, my bed was shaking, and when I woke up to see, you know, about the earthquake, there wasn't an earthquake. Oh there were finger marks on my on my uh, bedspread, like clawing at my bedspread. Ghosts. With gas, and that's my aunt's testimony of the ghost she witnessed in her room. Yeah. And we had an interesting conversation with her, and that whole conversation will be available on our overtime. Yes. On the SoundCloud page. You'll be able to check that, all that out. And, so uh, go there and follow us. Yeah, please do on the SoundCloud page. And uh, she just goes into this whole conversation about the ghost by her bed, which turns into a ghost in her TV, which you can see the photo on our Instagram page and our Facebook page as well. And she had quite the experience. And Jay Marie Yates from the Cops Crew, thecopscrew.com are hanging out with us here and we're talking ghosts for the next hour and I you know I don't know what to say I mean have you have you heard anything like that before any, any kind of a every day every day huh? <laughs> every day man. right every day right so we don't even know where she got this from she went to a trip to uh, to Egypt about six months prior to that and then she started seeing these spirits uh, we talked about this last hour but also the fact that you know she's got cemeteries nearby yeah you know, but out of the blue, these guys just show up. Is that something that's, I mean, that was Yeah, the uninvited visitors, you right. know, like just kind of pop in, pop out. Right. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, that's a totally interesting story, though, man. So what about talking to ghosts, you know, yelling at them, get out of here? That doesn't work. Well, ghosts are people, too, is what I always like to tell people. It's like at one point in time, like they were like living, right. breathing human beings. So, I mean, if someone was an intruder in your home and you'd obviously tell them to get the heck out of your house, right? So with that being said, I mean, the same can be done with ghosts. Now, are they going to listen to you? Maybe not. But would an intruder, you know, a physical form <laughs> either? You know what I mean? Right. So there's obviously a reason why they're there. And that's why we have people like Marie and I to go out and find out what those reasons are and identify, like, you know, what steps can be taken to uh, eliminate or to decrease or to understand, you know? Well, this case is a little it's a little different. Um, she goes into a situation where she was uh, had an operation um, a few years ago. And this, around this time, I think it was, right? Right. And she's in the hospital room, and she saw some spirits darting around in the room, you know, and she just kind of maybe she thought it was the drug she was on or whatever it is, and then she didn't think anything of it. Then a friend of hers called her and said, hey, did you see any visitors? And she's like, no, I told everyone not to visit me. And then my aunt, oh, you mean those spirits darting in and out? Apparently her friend sent her some spirits, wow. some Indian spirits, Sioux spirits, I believe it right. is, to look over her and guard her. Is that anything That's pretty like, awesome. Dude. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Yeah, it's really fascinating to because to, this person asked her, like, did you see anything, uh, anything weird, you know? And yeah. she said, yeah, so there's some spirits. I'm like, well, I sent wow. them to you to protect you. That's pretty cool. It um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good yeah. friend, man. Yeah, it's really cool. Right there. Like, ghosts on command. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things going on, like an underground paranormal, dude, where people are using, like, you know, drugs, medication to tune in to the supernatural, you know? I mean, that's not like that's new. I mean, this has been going on forever sure. since the beginning of man. But, you know, nowadays people have gone so so far um, with the technology aspects of things. Now you got guys like, you know, like, hey, I wonder what happens when we drop that veil and what can we use to drop that? And I don't condone, you know, any of that, but I'm just saying there's a lot of that stuff going on right now. So when people like are on their, you know, hospital beds and they're heavily drugged and medicated and stuff, it's it's similar to that, um, 
that sleep, that REM sleep to where you're like not really asleep, right. but you're not really awake and you had that astral projectory moment to where right. you're like walking around your apartment, but you're not. And all the next thing you know, you're being attacked. We don't really believe that. We kind of believe that that's kind of like you're in the middle of both. You're like in that vibration where the spirits are at that point. And then, you know, that can be brought to you, you know, naturally. So maybe um, the hallucinations are not hallucinations is what you you're know what? At, you know, you know, there's some people that would suggest that. There are some people out there that would suggest that. Hey, hospitals are cold, correct? Yeah. I always say they keep it cold, they say, to keep the germs away. But, hey, maybe it's something else keeping it very cold <laughs> oh, in those man. hospitals. Sure, it's all the spirits in there. Every hospital's got a morgue. I mean, yeah, right? That's true. This is very true. There's germs. always a lot of spirits in hospitals, man. Like, right. It's busy. There's so much there. energy there, too, right. man, Like where people are like, you know, obviously there's, there's as a place where people have experienced great traumatic experiences, whether it be to them personally or to, you know, family members just completely losing it when they find out someone's passed away. Right. So, um, you know, I, 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 I can encourage, like, paranormal investigators that are out there investigating abandoned hospitals or ones that are still you know in there i mean treat it with respect man because i mean this this is this is real stuff this right. isn't like something i will you know. say we actually go to hospitals and say if one of the family members or somebody we know need to go visit them we both leave with headaches I mean, yeah. really, I mean, it's a lot it's of energy dream. hitting us, you know, when you go in there. I mean, because we, what we do, we are always open. I mean, we don't really close our veil. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, you should protect yourself. Here's this, oh here's that. God, I'm out there to again. actually Oops. find the research for the answers for this. So I'm not going to, I mean, I'm asking for it. So, but when we go into hospitals, I will tell you, it's one place I leave with a very big headache. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. That's real interesting. Well, she said that also when she got home. She had uh, told the spirits to go away, and apparently they did, and then her friend sent him back again. Um, <laughs> did she, like, ask her first? <laughs> How does that conversation work out? Like, hey, well, by the way... Um, that's what I wanted to know, right? I kind of screwed up. I screwed up. I still have my receipts. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I but decided I mean, I'd rather have him around. Like, that's just what happens. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'd rather have them around. And she feels, she still, she feels them there. She knows that they're there. She knows that they're friendly. I asked her, I go, did you you give them names? I mean, is that something you you should do? Can you do that? I mean, name your ghost. Name your ghost. People have done that. I mean, people do that. I mean, we we use just like certain names that just like feel comfortable to us. Like, you know, you have ghosts, you know, hear a lot of Bobs out there. Oh, that's just Bob. (laughs) I don't know why you use the word Bob. But they do, though. I mean, it happens. It happens quite a bit. But yeah, I mean, (laughs) Ned. Ned seems like that'd be a good good one. That was an an alien. Right, that's what they named uh, the Aurora Texas alien. At the Renaissance Festival, there's a sideshow Bob. Oh no, no, there's that's the Simpsons. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Dead 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 Bob. That's what it's called. Dead Bob is is the ghost puppet thing. You know, yeah. Yeah, and then there's Skinny Bob, who's the alien. Right. Which is kind of funny. You mentioned Bob. It's funny. Is that kind of like a common? I mean, no people people tell you as much. People tell us that stuff. They'll just say, "Oh, I named it." Bob and we're like, <laughs> like, how do you know? Like, is there like any documentation about Bob? Like, right. is he a Robert? No, you know? I just like, named no, him. Like, just like, Bob. Like, <laughs> right. Are you cool. sure it's a he? Like, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. You get a lot of that. It's interesting. And it's always the lady in the white dress, right? You know, so you always hear a lot of that too. So. Right. So is there like, uh, I mean, so you have in, in the alien world, a lot of the abductions are the same kind of story. So this, you're saying the same thing with the ghost thing? Is yeah, kind yeah. Of, yeah, a lot of similar. Yeah. It's a lot of similar ones. So yeah. what does that tell you? Um, it's because it's it just shows, validates that it's happening. You know, I mean, the whole, like, woman in the white dress thing. I mean, you know, some people suggest that, like, when Marie just did a story with Rake magazine or something like that or Racked or something. I don't know. About that, like, what are ghosts wearing now? <laughs> and, and, like, uh, <laughs> fashion trends? We, we kind of, we kind of brought <laughs> this up. I've never seen a ghost really in 
until actually Sunkissed where I seen a guy in shorts. I, it was before that, but to be she honest, saw a naked Indian. I one did time. see a naked Indian. Oh my gosh. In Arizona, like so. male Indian. Yeah, like yeah. With he had every, a feather. Everything. That's all he had on him. <laughs> Some like head garment. You saw full detail though. I mean, like full body. <laughs> oh, he, he was hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> What? Wow. We Sorry. went there. No. That's awesome. So moving back to the lady in the white dress. What'd you name him? I want to know what you name him. <laughs> He's the Indian guy. That's all I got. Walking stick. Only, oh, only on our show, God. people. Only on our show. Wow. wow. We could go so far with that. There's so many jokes. I know. Let's not. Let's not dive okay. in. We already digressed a lot already in the show. <laughs> but the lady in the white dress, like, why does it happen? Like, people always ask us that. And really, you know, like, uh, some of the most happiest moments of a woman's life is that that moment when they get to be a princess and dress up in that white gown and walk down there, you know, to meet the love right. of their life. So, um, and a lot of times people are buried in that same dress. You it know? could be At the saddest yesteryear, moment that's, as well. It was more common practice than it is now. Um, but well, it's Beetlejuice. I mean, hey, I mean hey, the white see? dress. The, but you have to think it's some of the saddest moments too, because some brides true. don't actually end up at that aisle. Right. So I mean, they're thinking of their wedding dress. They were supposed to be married. Th- to that yeah. Person. There's actually a hotel where that I think that happened, and I can't really talk about the hotel probably, but yeah, the, the where there was a, the death, and, and then the white dress, and that for a moment seen there that uh, didn't make it. Um, because she, you know, whether it took her life or whatever it was. Well, what do you think it is for other things besides the white dress? Like you heard my aunt tell you about the, the, the woman who she thought was in that South American garb. I mean, so what is it that they wear? Is it what they were killed in? Is it, like you said, what they're buried in? I mean, what, what have you, you know, found out as far as I mean, besides it, the white it dress? It could have been showing itself like that because that's what it would have represented itself as. Right. Like, I mean, there could have been significance behind the dress, obviously, um, for whatever reason. Um, is it weird that they're dressed? <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, yeah, kind of. Huh? I, don't see them I mean, you know, like <laughs> I've seen, you know, I've seen a lot of weird things. Um, some of the more clear images that I've seen of like actual apparitions, um, it's been like older dress, like older period type dress. I've noticed, right. um, and a lot of that, you know, uh, which is interesting. It's like, why don't we see like cavemen, you know, like walking around like nude sure. and stuff like that, or right. whatever they, they were. never wear like, clothes. Yeah, right. So Just it's keep like keep me out of the land. I'll see it probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, and maybe it's because of where you guys are investigating. If you're only in True. buildings, like, True. do you guys ever but then go again, out though, somewhere? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We go, we go all over the place. I mean, to like, you know, Superstition Mountains. We went oh, yeah, all the way we up there. Oh yeah, we do a lot. In Superstition Mountains. We do a lot. Um, in Apache Junction, get so many calls, man. That place is so hot with activity. Really? And, and it's like, you know, I'm not going to mention the street name, but it's like there's a specific street name that's in Apache Junction that it's all the time, man. I can't even tell you how many calls we've gotten just in that street. I think I know it's where ridiculous. you're talking about. I won't say all it. The, all the homes <laughs> yeah. that are there? No, well, a lot, man. Like, you know, I just went to a case like last week and I was rolling in and I'm like, why does this look familiar? We investigated this house and I'm like, oh, it's another one down the street oh and God. they're having like some serious activity. Well, um, yeah, the superstitions, man. I've had experiences when I've been hiking out there. Like, it's crazy, numerous right? Numerous ones. My yeah. father has had them like straight up like a horse, uh, a Native American on a horse walked oh, around his awesome. truck. And it's his, his truck shut off really? when this happened. This is like long before I'm born. I won't say how long ago, but mm-hmm. a while ago. <laughs> and as soon and it looks, the man on the horse looks at my father and then walks away. And as soon as uh, the spirit is walking away, the truck starts right back up again. 
You know, that, that's something that happened. You hear some of those stories happening with the truck malfunctioning, cars malfunctioning, and the presence yeah. of these things. Actually, interesting story in and around that area uh, in Apache Junction. Uh, we were driving back after an investigation um, out there by uh, Goldfield or whatever when we were doing that stuff for Ghost Adventures. And uh, I saw on the right-hand side of the road a native man in all like black it looked almost like the crow like you know like the you know like yeah. Brandon, Brandon Lee yeah. like legit like had like this outfit on that was so weird that's the only thing I could like you know in my mind register what it was wearing and, and it was right there in front of him was this huge raven and I'm like what in the heck is that and I'm like like I'm staring at it as we're driving and I asked Marie I said Marie what, what was that guy doing there did you and she's like what guy I'm like no no, no, no. Like the guy that was there that's dressed like Brandon Lee from The Crow, that like the, the native guy with the bird. Like, what was that all about? And she's like, I didn't even see it. Oh, like, man. How did you miss the guy? <laughs> that's happened a couple times out there. You had an experience, Maria, in Superior, um, which is just on the back end of those mountain range over there with the horse and walking down the highway. Well, to be honest with you, I had the, I, I meant the experience, but to be honest with you, I did nothing at that time I didn't know of it. I was just out there. I, like I said, I like to investigate on my own and we were doing a group. So I was like, I'm going to take a moment, try to see what if I can get stuff by myself. So I walked away from everybody and they all think I go rogue and go crazy or something. When I go by myself, (laughs) what is, what do you call me? Um, Crazy. No, <laughs> the thing in the corner. Oh, she Blair witches out. Blair witches out. Like, and she I'm goes like, in like whatever. corners randomly, dude. It's the weirdest thing. Like we'll be all investigating, <laughs> and we're like all in the room, and then all of a sudden the camera guy will be like, um, "Jay, what?" <laughs> Marie just left the room. Mm-hmm. Like, why'd she leave the room? And, and it's happening. It doesn't happen every time, but it's happened like enough times to Whatever. where when I see it happen, I know like she's on to something. And it's so creepy because she's completely out, dude. And she's like, she's, a couple times she's been in corners. It's not always corners, but I always Whatever. say it. Because she's just kind of rocking back and forth. And it's like, you're all right, babe? Like, you're anything good? And then she won't respond. It's the creepiest thing. Oh but it, And it's scary for me because I know that she's like onto it. And I've seen right. her get so, I've seen her get really injured. What do you zone in on this? You zone, is that to be honest with you, what? What they say I've seen on video now I mean because I've because I don't believe them because I don't know like I black out I guess in these periods of me doing this stuff and, I don't and that's know. a danger with you doing uh, that baby because you're leaving yourself completely open oh my gosh. I do I, oh, I do open myself I do I want to experience I want them to be able to come into me and try to experience stuff but um that one time in Superior I guess that they caught something on me um yeah it looked like it was, uh I had that up on the website, too, and it was featured on Haunted Case Files on uh, Destination America. Yeah. Um, but it looks like a, it's a skeleton face in an animal's body wrapped around her neck, and it's furry. It's weird, like, shape-shifting something, and it's oh like... Oh, We didn't know that it was on her at the time. It was I mean, we just on took, you? Like, yeah, wrapped around her me. neck, dude. Like, and she's just sitting and there. And you have a photo just, of this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's on the website, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know what... It was to this day, but it was right at the foot of Apache Leap in Superior, um, right at an old oh, miners uh, like uh, building um, by the old the first swimming pool I think that was ever built in Arizona. It's was weird. It's Easter weekend. We used to always go camping. Oh know, yeah, at dude. The yeah, campgrounds for out years. There. We used Superior, to go out there and just there. take yeah. our kids, um, get away from the <laughs> camp we had so many family. Experiences out there, man. <laughs> but we go out there camping, and at nighttime it'll be like quiet. The kids have gone to bed or something. We're just sitting there around the bonfire, you know, having fun. All of a sudden, you hear the drums, and I've boom, heard this, boom, I guess, from boom. quite a few people. The drums, like somebody is 
you know, like just big, huge drums. It does. It sounds like very native. We've heard like chanting and stuff yeah. out there. I remember one time we, we did a uh, like a fully funded expedition into the um, Superstition Mountains for some book for somebody. I don't even know what the book's even called. So if you're looking for it, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> um, but we went up there to a place called Spiral Staircase or something. It's like a mine um, on I the side. I think that's of the, the name of the book. But like we were up there and these mountain men brought us up there. It was super cool, man. And like uh, we stayed the, the night there, but a psychic contacted us before we went up there and she's like when you hear the drums follow them and you will find what you're looking for and sure enough in the middle of the night you're boom boom Oh my God! It's the same stuff we hear when we go camping out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Which like, we knew we were gonna hear it anyways, but it was just like, oh, she must live in there. I don't know. But Did she know you were going up there? Uh, yeah, I think we talked about it. This was back when like no one cared about us. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like we could say like, hey, we're gonna be down the street right, by the yeah, way, sure, whatever. and like, <laughs> like whatever. Well, Wait you can't like, announce where we're yeah. at. Like now we <laughs> right. can't announce where we're investigating oh, no, we because we have like. People show Stunker. up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'll go in there and they're like, oh, can I take pictures? I'm right. like, well, no. no, we're trying to get evidence. We got to be quiet. <laughs> right. They want to follow you. Well, so, what happened? Did you, did you follow the drum beat? Um, it was so windy on, on that mountain, we could barely even like mo- like get off the mountain. It was just kind of dangerous. We had some weird things happening the entire night. They had the lights experience. Oh, yeah. Light, there was the a, a green. Almost. Oh, yeah. There's some weird stuff in yeah. the sky. Um, and then the screen lantern, um, which was at like the foot of the mountain, and it just like was floating and it was coming up the mountain and by the time it like maybe got like maybe like 50 feet from us it just slowly just started to like just dim out and like we were waiting for like some guy to come up there with like a glow stick and a lantern or something right. Right. and but we've seen that same thing in multiple parts of that mountain this floating lantern effect out yep. there and it's interesting because the museum that's out there um, recently posted a picture online about this this almost like the same anomaly this green pulsating light that's out there but yep. many say there's a vortex that's surrounding that mountain and it's like a beacon for you know energy well, how many people times. have gone up there and, and get messy <laughs> yeah well yeah. no I I mean, they've been and that's another reason why, to be honest with you, I didn't really go down the mountain at right, nighttime because right. I was like, you know what, dude, this is a pretty cool spot. Like, we're good. Like, there's mountain men. They're all like, you yeah, know. but if people disappear. I don't want to be one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's like a huge mine that's like right in the middle of our camp that we're sitting there doing EVPs with and stuff. That was interesting, though. Well, I like the lights. Too. I mean, I'm not kidding you. We thought like a uh, airplane was coming up to us, and these huge lights. There was like what yeah. four of them or something like that. Four different Seen lights. Some cool. I stuff didn't know up if there, it was a helicopter right? airplane, but. It came, 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 and then just disappeared. We're like, okay. But it looked like the description of like the Phoenix Lights to you. I wasn't or? here for the Phoenix Lights. I've only seen a thing. I know Jay said he was here and saw it. Yeah, um, I, saw I only seen it. video right. of it. So the Phoenix Lights was a lot bigger, but it was just it sort of reminded me of what right. I've seen on video. So, so it's pretty cool. Phoenix Lights completely different. Just so well, so yeah, it was really big. It. We actually just this week have had some. It's outside of Phoenix, but on our Facebook page, if you guys go there, we've got some posts about uh, some interesting images captured of something that is just not a meteorite. The, they call it a meteorite. Yeah, the meteors, or the media is trying to say that it is part of this meteorite that hit earlier this week. And I'm sorry, but it's floating for 15 minutes, and it's orange, and it's triangular. And then there's numerous people from different That's parts, so like awesome. in California, that were like on the opposite side of it, catching images, and then another one of like a whole bunch of ships way up high. Or I don't know if they're ships. I'm going to call them ships because that's Space what I ships. do. Right. They're you know, extraterrestrials. Just all the little orbs like floating around. And I don't know, you guys. I think uh, something's happening. I mean, are, uh, before we get to all that, are you planning on going back there to follow the drumbeat? Because if the person said you'll find what you're looking for, 
is that still piques your curiosity to find what you're looking for? And what would that be that you're looking for? I don't for? know what I was really looking for either. So that's what right. it is. Is this like a spiritual quest? It's funny because Superstition Mountains are one of those mountain ranges that no matter how many times I've been there, it feels like it calls me. It calls Marie. We always go out there. And that's why we ran into Marie getting like scratched. And we assume she got attacked in Goldfield at that Lulu's Bordello place, and which which lended us being Almost on all, Ghost Adventures. All my tags have been after. over in the, in the Superstition area. That's a good point, Almost. actually. That's a very good point. So, and it attacks loosely, meaning yeah. that you got scratched. We don't know if that was an attack. Them or touching me them or saying whatever. hello, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm showing them the photo of oh, the meteor yeah. falling down. It was near, down by Yuma, right? That was, wasn't uh, it was it? outside or? of Parker was Parker? where the... And I'm, yeah, I'm oh, dude, trying to... Awesome. I'm communicating with the guy right now, oh, and hopefully he'll come on and talk to us about it. They're saying it. that all five of those things are meteors? Yeah, yeah. that's part of the meteor. It, it is actually the meteor? Well, that's what they said. Oh. It, it isn't. They're just, that's just what Because the, the meteor wouldn't hang in, in the sky for as yeah. long as there's all these it's photos. Even, it's this video, right? Yeah, no, well, there's there's a video of just the still photos, right? Yeah, there's still... Yeah, there's... Another video, there's uh, the still photos, the right. one I'm talking We were just talking about. about Parker before we came out here, too. It's so weird because we wanted to go out there for something else. Um, yeah, in Buckeye, uh, we live out in the West Valley, and in Buckeye, they have something that we call locally the Buckeye Lights. Okay. Uh, it's very similar to the photograph that you're showing there, and it happens mm. on a regular basis um, towards, like, I don't know if you call them, like, South Mountain Range in that particular area, um, but you see lights. When I used to work for the Sheriff's Office, I would take the back roads, and uh, every other night, I would see strange phenomena in the sky, and I thought I was losing my mind where these little lights would appear in the sky and then like two or three of them would shoot out from it and then they'd go back in together and create one big ball and I would sit there and watch him. Reed doesn't necessarily believe a lot I in think this. Air, Luke Air Force Base is right there. Well, it is. It is. So it's just like, I'm like, okay. But I, I understand. Well. I see ghosts, so I know there's probably, I'm, I'm learning now that it probably could be something else out there now. <laughs> well, so, hey. Are you guys familiar with the Marfa lights? We just talked about this last week. Yeah. And it's almost it's almost similar what you're describing, Jay, is these lights out of Marfa, Texas these white bulbs just kind of hang out. They, they know about them so much, they put up a viewing spot on top of a hill. They, you can pay a quarter to put it into the telescope mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and, uh, and look at these lights. That's awesome. You know, it's like a, it's a view spot. They know what's happening. <laughs> right, right. So what is it? Yeah. What, it's just, I mean, you know? for, uh, for me, like, you know, like I did see the Phoenix lights. And, and as a kid, like, you know, being younger when I saw that, um, sp- sparked my interest in, you know, extraterrestrial life immediately because I literally stood there in my backyard watching something that looked like liquid metal, like, you know, in mass and the size of it being multiple, you know, football fields in my perception as, as that, at that age, at least. And then seeing, you know, this there, it was just, you know, it blew my mind. And I'm like, there's no way that there isn't aliens after I saw that. And despite how many people say, oh, this was a military thing with the Phoenix Lights, I literally saw it and I can remember it just like it was yesterday. And it was the most amazing eye-opening experience I ever had uh, as far as extraterrestrial life. And since then, I've kind of always had my eyes in the skies, like no matter where I go. And I drive a lot of nights, I'm always looking, and I've seen some strange stuff out there, especially Mm. here in Arizona. Yeah. What do you say, what do you mean by liquid metal? To me, it looked like, like that's how I know you described it. But it had it was like a dull reflection, but it was there. But it looked almost like liquidy. Uh, it was like it was wavy. Not, was it moving around? Kind of like kind of like a little bit, but it, it was like not really reflective, but enough to almost where it looked liquid. You know what I mean? Right. Um, okay. But it was very doled out, and it would just kind of like, like an oasis when you look far away, you'll see something kind of like, like that. that. Yeah, I guess that would be a better way of describing it. Yeah. Um, but from my perception, it was just huge. You know, mm. and just looking, you know, up as a kid up in the sky, like wow. Like, this is actually... 
actually happening. Right. And I kind of like secretly in my mind wanted it to just like pull me up into like the spaceship so I can check it out. You know what I mean? Without the probes though. Right. But I mean, you know. Got to pay extra for those. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play it too. That's interesting. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. I find that very interesting myself. So we're going to jam a tune, and this is from I Am Hologram. All right. Yeah, he was one of our first guests. He was our first guest, actually, when we first... When, when we, we, yeah, reinstated yeah, the, Aliens uh, with Gas. Exactly. So we're going to jam his tune, The Ghost That Breathed. And then we're going to take a little break. We'll play this. We'll come right back. We'll talk more with Jay and Marie. It's thecopscrew.com. If you want to follow along online, you can. We'll jam this. We'll come right back right here on... Ghosts. With Gas. That's the ghost that breathed. I am Hologram is the artist from Phoenix, Arizona, independent music right here on 93.9 FM in the West Valley and 99.1 FM in the East Valley. It's Sunday nights. We air this show on the radio and then we release it on podcasts. So the podcast version on Monday morning will include pretty much the full show that you've heard today with a full two hours. We're going to pop on the Internet. So you'll be able to hear all the stories that you didn't hear the first hour, which were really cool. And we're going to get into some more stories right here with the Cops Crew. The Cops Crew dot com. Jay Marie Yates with us here. In studio, my name's Kevin Gassman. Of course, you can call me Gas. It's all good. And of course, Heidi Gad is here. Yes. So let's continue on our conversation about ghosts. Of course, that's what we're doing here. And right. I want to go back to my aunt's photo because we kind of touched upon it at the, the beginning of the show. Uh, and I want to talk about it more with you guys because we talked about her ghost in the TV. You've seen the picture. She said that she put it on pause, the TV, went to go to the bathroom, came back, and then she saw this face on the screen, changed the channel. And the face was still there, haunted face. She's got spirits in her house. Um, you know, I'm just saying, have you, have you ever experienced anything as far as a TV ghost before? Have you ever had anybody hear, like, I'm hearing it through my radio, I'm hearing it through my TV, my computer is haunted. Did you get any kind of technical, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, like ghosts in the machine, definitely. We've definitely had a strange phenomenon happen. I've had, uh, when I worked for the uh, sheriff's office in the jails, I had an experience where the radio was actually unplugged from the wall and no batteries, no nothing. And, like, it was, like, you know, going nuts, uh, making strange noises. Um, Then I started this, like, crazy conversation with like this static coming off of this thing and uh freaked me out dude um but yeah we've been we've been in like situations with um electrical things that seem to kind of go strange when i was a kid i remember we had a tv that like just like went crazy and it just like started like talking like all this random screaming like hateful like messages when i was like really sitting down in oh the living gosh. room this is like the old tvs like the turn knob one yeah. you know what i mean that's terrifying yeah yeah i mean this is the crap i went through just growing up as a kid i don't even think i've ever told you about that babe no. it was on the tv was on or was it not yeah on? the tv was on and it just went to like snow you know right. like the you know like the old tvs yeah and like all of a sudden like you just hear like this man screaming to the top of his lungs like on the tv and that didn't make any sense because you know back then like if the TV picture went out and it was fuzz and snow you'd hear that too it'd be like shh yeah, you know right. what I mean it wasn't right. like that it was this man screaming through the TV oh wow yeah. Oh my gosh, forever. that's Change. like the early, uh, the Change EVP the or whatever. I know, right? Like, yeah. Um, I think we turned the TV off, and then like no, everyone just like went on with that their day, like, oh, that didn't happen, you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> no one really said anything about it, but I've yeah, it was seen, multiple people in my family. Like, I've you know, seen paranormal investigators on, because we all work somewhat together, right. um, not everybody, but a lot of the paranormal uh, families do, and I've seen people with using those old TVs oh, and yeah. having the snow on and actually communicating with things through the TV. So, I mean, I think it's because of the energy. What well, it can a lot of people do of like it. a lot of like work. Like, you know, I've seen people use the, 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 what do you call it? The snow and stuff on the TVs to help them kind of like get in like a meditative state. 
Um, and then, you know, white the, like, noise, the, the white noise, yeah. essentially. And, and we utilize white noise and, and different sensory uh, sounds that would cause fear, emotional responses. And uh, some of the experiments we do like um, in homes, because like we always say that, you know, psychological like energy and that feelings and emotions that we have help to stimulate or decrease. So sometimes we'll go into a location and we'll try to intentionally put ourselves in that same environment when these things are happening. So oftentimes these paranormal phenomenon happens in these homes when they're like when there's an argument going on in the home where dad's screaming at, you know, wife and, you know, kid gets involved with the situation. And then all of a sudden, like a mirror shatters in the, in the living room. Um, so, like, how did that happen? Right. You know, so uh, so we try to stimulate um, mock situations okay. to uh, see if we can't recapture that. Interesting. Um, you know, Do you have a script, more. like a fight script? Not really. But Let's we, talk about <laughs> the garbage cans. Let's talk about, you know, put the toothpaste back on the... Why <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Like, intentionally, like, you know, we'll have, like, crew members, like, uh, well, especially with me, because, like, like, some of my crew members I used to work with the sheriff's office for years, they know how to get under my skin. Right. So they'll intentionally do things without me even knowing that they're doing it to piss me off on a case. Oh, man. And we'll just keep going and going and going and going. And I'm like, dude, I'm getting upset. I'm like, okay, cool, Yates. The only reason why I was doing that was because I was trying to see if we can't, you know, and I'm like, oh, God, can you like, let me know that you're going to do this? Right. But if they would, it would never, ever do that. Um, but we'll do like mock scenarios, like, you know, mock stabbing, we'll stuff like, like that. Uh, like, something happening in a place. Like, we, we do whatever we can, you right. know. But, and when we say that we're seeking, you know, truth, understanding, and proof of the paranormal by any means necessary, we really mean that. Well, obviously, we're not going to go stab each other, but right. I mean, like, we create these mock scenarios of things that happen in particular locations to entice the spirit energy that's in the location. Oh, and that comes with the history of the place. And exactly. say, oh, this is what happened. Let's exactly. try to recreate this this exactly. scene right here. Mm-hmm. We, we see, I don't know, we've seen a lot of the ghost hunting stories of the shows where they are holding a digital recorder in their hand and they're mm-hmm. talking to the ghost. Obviously, you're not going to hear anything right away, but you'll hear it back on the recording. So how often does that happen? We can even use a lot. I mean, we really do. Um, and we have a really great audio guy, uh, Mike. Uh, he, he recently left Arizona. He's out in Washington now. Started his own team, but he's still our main guy for audio. He does an amazing job. He's actually listening right now. So nice. hello, Micah. What's up? What's uh, up, Micah? <laughs> Thanks for listening. But uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, we get a lot of we get a lot of EVPs out there in, in the field. Um, that's that's primarily what we like focus on is is photographic video and. Um, you know, audio. Proof. Yeah, so it's proof. We want physical. We want physical evidence. But like the whole normal stuff you see on television and walking around rooms with all this, we really like Marie and I. You know, when the cameras are off and us just, you know, we really just want to sit down in a location and really see what is there. It's the most coolest you know? thing is when you do have that and you listen back and you ask a question like, yeah. "Hey, what year is it?" Without all the gadgets and, and then all, this, all of a sudden the, you hear. 65, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, like, okay, that's pretty cool, yeah. you know. It's their year. Yeah. yeah, that could be the year that they, they thought it was. I right. mean, they might not know it's actually 2017, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I They're mean. They're stuck in their own time yeah. zone. Right. Oh, my gosh. What if you can communicate back to them and be like, hey, by the way, it's 2017 now. Do you think, like, <laughs> they would, like, super freak? Yeah, like, that's crazy. They were asking <laughs> me of that movie Frequency. They have a show about oh, that. I will yeah. honestly Frequency. say I haven't had anyone reacted bad when we tell them, like, hey, do you, I mean, do you understand now? It's not your time period. It's right. actually 2017. We haven't had any real. We have had things say no or yes back to us. But there's never been like met with like aggression. Yeah, I, I believe like time is just it's created by man, and we and we've utilized that to you know create our lives and our schedules and everything else. But I mean. Um, there's theories out there that if you died like 20 years ago in real time, it's just like right now. So everyone's just everyone's dying all at the same time. Essentially, uh, is a theory that's out there, and that's one of which I kind of you know believe in that 
um, just time is in your mind, dude. And like when these things, like you know, they know no time. Right. There is no, no boundaries. Right. No right. Yeah. It's, it's it's infinite. So, but yeah, it's interesting. So, and then these are all the things you know. You, you go out there and you. You usually, instead of getting tons of answers, you get more questions. So, I mean, I always thought, well, yeah, dude, 10 years from now, I'm going to have so many, like, you know, <laughs> answers to questions. And I, you know, yeah, I do a lot. But you, then the next question comes up you have is like, oh, wow, well, how does this work? And what if we did this? Or So, it's a, the, the field's always changing. It's always growing. It's always adapting. Well, you start opening your mind to more stuff. And it's like, yeah. okay, then you get more questions about what you're opening your mind to myself mm-hmm. i mean jay and i do our own you know radio show uh sidepar car sidepar radio. radio boy i can't even talk today um but um we actually we interview like all kinds of people on sidepar radio um when we do in all the talks and anything that we do um just like with you guys talking with you guys here today um we we learn stuff from people like you know we they develop new ideas or maybe you'll bring up something where we're like oh yeah like right. that tv thing he's talking about like what if we can do this or something like that you know what i mean so it's just leaving yourself and your minds open right marie i mean it and like be, right? being around well, we brought people. like kent gernhart onto our show at one time and he was talking about bigfoot and i will honestly say i would tell you i'm not oh she does not believe i don't believe in it she did but she started to come around i started coming around with his story like what he actually found in the woods was like all these turtle shells were completely ripped and there was like pistachios yeah and like just pulled and i was just like oh my gosh you know and just the way and then he showed he sent us pictures of it i was like oh it's definitely not pictures Mm -hmm. and And i'm like no he sent us the pictures i'm like okay this is and just what he was talking about it just opens your mind to more and then now i have more questions so it's like oh do you think you have like i've always thought like it's all connected like it's all connected ghosts demons angels Aliens, whatever it's it's Sasquatch, all, Sasquatch. It's all well, it's all in the same. Did umbrella. they say Sasquatch was kind of a, a, a interdimensional being? Right, Isn't that there's some of the that theory? Um, theory, interdimensional being, as well as that Sasquatch was the first like humanoid being that the extraterrestrials dropped off, and that he does he and she does medicine. Like actually talking to Native Americans, it's um, so awesome, isn't it? They, I learned so uh, much from them. Yeah, I learned a lot from them about the yeah. Sasquatch too. But that the Sasquatch does medicine, like, you know, shamanism type things. And that's why they live in the caves and they don't want to be in contact with, you know, the no hairs, i.e. Mm-hmm. us, because, right. you know, we're kind of ignorant. It, it's amazing. Like, and, and I will you, say a lot of us are. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, you, when you open your mind up to it, though, and you really start listening, I think the biggest problem with us in the beginning of forming Crossing Over Paranormal Society was that we were super, like... Um, Narrow-minded, I guess, and we didn't want to hear anyone else's opinions. Mm. But the moment when you hit that roadblock, you know, you've got to open yourself up. You've right. got it. Now we have a crew of diverse people, from Buddhists to Wiccans to Baptists and atheists, and just the whole gamut, just different walks of life, different experiences, and it works, man. And, and we're really helping more people that way. That's great, man. You know, you were talking about the agitating the ghosts, you know, getting them to kind of show up, if you will. A lot of that sounds like Ghostbusters too, and we've talked about this before, yeah. I believe, on the show because that was all about the energy. Mm-hmm. That was all, hey, get angry, and this, then the oh, that's the, a good point. The yeah. ooze would boil yeah. over, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I'm just curious. Truth I mean, that. I, I, that's the '80s. That's late late yeah. '80s. So it's interesting that 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 theory or you know mentality has been placed in a movie, yeah. knowing that it's still the energy is what creates. Like you're talking about, you know. Yeah, I never more. even really thought of that until yeah. you just brought that up. Actually, That's what I'm here that for. Is, yeah, thank you, thank you for that reference. No, <laughs> we learn true. something every time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like Ghostbusters is the reason why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the plasma? Like actual plasma yeah. or residue left behind? Yeah. Um, I haven't. Probably like 
more like oilish, like you know, possibly fingerprints, things like that, that were kind of unexplained. As far as any type of like liquid or a plasma or something, no. Um, but we've had more physical things, like Marie on multiple occasions being scratched, cut, burned. Um, I've seen no, wet footprints and stuff like that, uh, yeah, like somebody walking. Cool um, actually, yeah. our co-host of Cypercon Radio, actually, Tina, was with an investigation with us, and we were out there, and there was nobody out there, and all of a sudden, we just walked this by is crazy, this, dude. and there's like uh, <laughs> stones, and all of a sudden, there's wet footprints just walked, I mean, that was walked right on the stones that wow. we just did. And we're like, oh, okay. So. They were like, yeah, they're like very, like, they weren't very big. I mean, but they were definitely footprints, man. And there was no one, no one's barefoot. We were out there investigating. And uh, yeah, we saw that. And it was wow. like, where does that come from? But right. that was, and that was super physical. Um, but, we, you know, like investigators now, we're using like, you know, heat sensors and, you know, we're able to detect cold and hot spots. And um, it's it's come so far. I mean, for us, yeah. though, it's just like we just almost get away from it all. And same just house. It was actually a million-dollar home. It's actually way more than a million-dollar home. With the wet footprints? <laughs> yeah, where the south we're really at. Nice so, house. yeah, we can't say we, we, where exactly. Moving on but, from that, yeah. Yeah, but there was a spot um, on this chair. It was like a oh, big, yeah. huge chair. I got up, and uh, all of a sudden they looked, and there was actually somebody was sitting right there next to there me. There was a heat signature, like, where someone would have been sitting. It like, was like two wow. people like, where Marie, sitting. Marie gets mine. up, there's, like, you know, her heat signature for sitting down, and then there's one next to it that's in, like, who's sitting wow. next to you? You know what I mean? Like, had no idea. So, um, and that was, like, in, like, um, what do you call it? Like, a guest quarters, like, of the house or something like that. But, yeah, really? totally crazy. But that kind of stuff, that's that's really That's a Paradise that's Valley area. And that that's um, that's somewhere like near to you know, yeah. like not too far from here. You know what I mean? No, it's Paradise Valley. So talk about some of the the equipment you use. You said there's some new, you know, it's always evolving. I'm sure the technology mm-hmm. to to capture the proof of ghosts. What what is being used these days? If you can kind of, um, you know, people are using the night vision cameras, static cameras, uh, DVR units, which are obviously their night vision, um, full spectrum cameras. Um, People are doing a lot of like these like uh, radio devices that you know they're going on full-on communication um, with allegedly ghosts. Um, we haven't done too much work with some of that, but people are kind of like um, I see a lot of people getting back into the old school stuff and starting to use boards again, and people just like do boards it. like Ouija boards. Like Ouija boards, you've seen, you've seen, you've seen a lot of that stuff. You know, Heidi, no, oh no, that I'm not what about you guys? I was the same way. Last year was the first year where I had forever told everyone because most of the cases we take, it's always involving a Ouija board that someone used and they want it out of the house and then it ends up in my office. Um, and like, and I'm always like, okay, you know, Ouija boards are terrible. And you grew up, they're terrible. My family had a terrible experience with a Ouija board. So last year I said, you know what? If I'm going to tell people not to use these, I want to find out why. So, and I started to use them. And I had some really super interesting By experiences. Uh, you know, with team and okay. places that were safe to use them. And, you know. You know I obviously, will not use them. Obviously, I wouldn't go. Right, you wouldn't do it at your house, um, right? Uh, or would know, you? Maybe. I don't know. No, you won't. You'd want to do somewhere else. <laughs> if you release this, here's this. where the boss comes yeah. out. <laughs> right, but, but to I, be, I will definitely say, not in the client's home. We would definitely no. never do that. Or I mean, you know. to be honest with you, I ha- I am starting to be more open minded about it. To be honest with you, what we use when you're asking about equipment, we're using Ovilus's and all this. Which stuff. are like pre-programmed, almost with like several, the you know, same thing words. of a Ouija board. 
It's just, it's not the Ouija this board. This is modern day And the Ouija board in our minds are bad because thanks to our parents and TV, Ouija board's bad. Me, I won't touch a Ouija board. Jay used to think it's funny to go into Target and throw a Ouija board at me. I love doing that. I mean, because I just don't want to touch it. <laughs> Your son I mean, is laughing so hard right now. <laughs> because he's seen it. I mean, I just don't want it touching well, me. Jay, what did you, what did you find using the Ouija board? It's a piece of plastic and cardboard. It's nothing. You. Uh, I don't have any. Here's the thing. I don't have any faith behind it. And I believe that people that use those devices or the, let's say those tools of communication, whether it be automatic writing or um, Ouija boards or something, if you really believe and you have faith and know that these things are going to do something um, to communicate with the other side, I think you're going to have really good luck. I didn't have any of that going into it. Like it was just like. I'm looking at it like a piece of plastic and a, and a piece of cardboard. So for right. me, I would have nothing invested in it. But other people that do it do have very much so invested in it. It's the same for people with like a Bible. A Bible to one person may not mean anything. Right. To a person like myself that has faith, it means the world to me because it's everything I stand for, right? So it, it completely, you know, it's weird. You know what I mean? So One thing about Ouija boards is a lot of times when people do turn it to be a bad thing, they're asking personal questions. Right. When we're out investigating, True. I'm not asking personal questions. That's a very valid I'm point. not going to ask about my future. I'm not going to ask if I'm going to win the lottery or when am I dying or when my kids are going to be sick. And you always see that's when people get into trouble with that's anything. That's the Ouija board. Right. It's getting personal. But more and more you're seeing open like, up your personal with Well, this is there really a way to like, you know, protect yourself or protect what is going to come communicate with you through that Ouija board before starting because that seems to be what no, you're is opening attached. yourself up immediately. Well, I think so every like, faith has a different way of actually trying to, and I'm not going to sit there and say there isn't. Right. I mean, because everybody I has am. a different sage <laughs> or a cross or, you know, or doing a ritual of yourself. Here's or, the bottom line if you're going to go out there and you're going to poke the devil with a stick, expect to get bit, expect to have an experience. If you're going to go out there and you're going to investigate claims of hauntings and ghosts and, and expect nothing in return, don't do it because it's going to happen. Like, I mean, people who tell me all the time, like, oh, do this. Here's a casting spell. Here's this. Here's that. To me, I mean, like I said, we live by our motto, seek truth, understanding, and proof by the paranormal by any means necessary. I mean, that's legit, and I don't, I don't, I don't try to, like, shade away from that at all. Like, for us to go in there and be, like, all scared that, like, something's going to happen to us and we're going to get hurt, I, I don't know the long-term effects of hunting ghosts. I don't know if I'm going to die in 10 years because of some crazy element right. from us being, you know, around, you know, like, high EMF or something that these ghosts are producing. There's already studies out there that show high EMF and the different things that can cause it all the way up to cancer. You really? know? So, um, but as far as ghosts and that EMF that they're emitting, is it the same? We don't know. You right, know what I mean? Right. So we're kind of going measure, out there. Yeah. yeah, we're going out there blind. But I mean, like. Uh, I get clients when we're doing actually some of our lectures and stuff. I get, especially women, come up to me, especially like an older lady is like, you need to protect yourself. And they'll yeah. send me crystals and, and all this ghosts, stuff. You know? I mean, but I don't, I mean, I appreciate it. And I think that crystal probably would work on some other people. Totally believe on other people. It's just me. I don't want to because I want to experience this. I want to be able to give the answers. Right. I want to know why something Without was allowed limitation, to mess with my I son. I mean, like, if, if it's going to happen, like, let it happen. We're here for a reason. You know what I mean? Right. So we take it pretty serious. So, but I mean, like, I, I just, I don't have any faith behind any of that stuff either. I mean, even if I pray to God, like, you know, my faith in, you know, believing in God and saying, hey, God, please help me and protect me when I'm here, we do it every time we go in there. If that's, if that's the one thing we do, uh, I'm just looking after the safety of my team before we go in there. But I mean, you're, you're assuming all risk when you go do this, so. You never know. Jay and Marie Yates from The Cops Crew, thecopscrew.com, Crossing Over Paranormal Society. Cypar Con is a event you guys are putting on, and it's going to be next March. And we'll talk about that real quick. 
Oh, yeah, CyberCon uh, 2018 in March. It's going to be held at this uh, Point Hilton Squaw Peak in Phoenix. We have a ghost hunt going on, which is led by both Marie and I, along with Steve Gonzalez from Ghost Adventures. People might know him from Sci-Fi for the show Ghost Hunters. So uh, we we, Scott Greenwald. Scott Greenwald is going to be out there. He used to do a show called Paranormal Paparazzi. He does a lot of work with Ghost Adventures and location finding. Uh, great guy. Super funny. He brings comedy. So he brings a different oh, okay. element of comedy yeah. into the paranormal ah. in an attempt. To, uh, to he's yeah, great. You guys he's would have great. fun on he's the radio. All right. We'll have to set that up if you don't yeah. mind. Uh, Doug. <laughs> um, Doug Carnahan, he's going to be out there. Uh, he's an extreme haunted survivor. Been through some crazy stuff. He's got a great story. Man, does a lot in the field. Uh, does some television as well. He has in the past. And then, then we have Devin and Ellen. Devin and Ellen um, they are, are going to be out there. Experts. They do so much in California from San Francisco all the way up. Yeah, the whole the Napa area. Valley. Yeah. They do like events and they do a lot of tutorials, lectures. There's great people that are all coming together for the ghost hunt portion of the event. Nice. Plus we have, um, you know, we have uh, several other uh, science. Ken Gernhardt's going to be out. He's our Bigfoot specialist. Been on every show you can imagine. Nice. Um, talking about his uh, expertise. And uh, what do we have? A murder mystery going on. That's going to be led by our celebrities. And we still have more celebrities Actually, to be Tina's announced. Tina's going to be the one turning on. Uh, so she's our other co-founder of CypherCon. Um, so Tina's going to be the one. The murder to, mystery the murder leader. Mystery. So you can find the information at www.cyparcon.com. And don't forget, May 1st, tickets actually go up. So right buy on. your tickets now. Well, congratulations on that. Absolutely. And you guys are on, that's on Facebook too. I think yeah, I, on Facebook. Like I saw. Yeah, so if you follow us on Facebook or you go to the Cops Crew, it's all LinkedIn. You'll be able to find it. Right on. Um, so. yeah, it's going to be tons of stuff. And I, I mean, it's going to be uh, Star Wars stuff there, Star Trek. We have, some Star, we have some Star Wars authors that are coming through. Um, we got like a sci-fi museum coming out. We have some uh, excellent Very surprises cool. that are going to be coming up that we can't quite say yet. Right on. But it's looking to turn out to be a really awesome. We're still looking. We got a few vendors spots available so if you're interested uh you know let us know cyparcon.com just so you know this show that you are on right now it takes no sides in star trek versus star wars just so you know <laughs> we're completely platonic with that relationship but uh, sometimes <laughs> i know more about both of those but, than kevin yes. does <laughs> we should see Very our true. show when we're doing our uh, cypercon radio because tina is star trek she likes Star Wars too, so right. she'll say. It. But he totally only Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> totally uh, not Star uh, Trek. Well, you, you fans of both? I'm uh, in the middle. I mean, I, it's yeah. I mean, uh, my dad watched Star Trek all the all the time, but I was always wanting to go outside and play, so I never. I, I don't like Star Trek, <laughs> so I, I prefer probably Star Wars more than Star Trek myself. But uh, I, I enjoy it's controversial, both. man. You got to be careful. Yeah, it. you do. I you do. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm in both. To be yeah. honest, with you. Yeah. I just love anything that has to do with any weird thing. Anything in, space or yeah, anything. Related. I just yeah. I will watch it, even <laughs> nice. if it's you know Sharknado in space. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I will watch Sharknado. it. Sharknado. <laughs> Did you watch Leprechaun in space too? I think they made that. Isn't that like something like that? that. that we actually did. We all looked into that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Leprechaun in space. The force field is to make sure no one leaves without us. All right, so um, we got a few minutes left, and Heidi wants to talk about the orb we caught. Yeah, so I want you guys to look at this picture and tell me what you think about it. So we were at another convention uh, called International UFO Congress, and, you know, this picture, first one was taken, well, they were both taken by Kevin. We posted one on our Instagram, and, like, several days later, I noticed this orb over our friend Danny Torgerson of Captain Squeegee. Mm -hmm. And then Kevin went back in his phone, 
and found the second orb picture, which is the orb that's a little ways away. Mm-hmm. And so that was actually the first photograph taken. And then the second one is the one that's right over Danny's throat. And we were just wondering what you guys think. A lot of people were saying, oh, it's a lens flare. Um, Orbs are hard. And, and right. unless you see them with your physical eye, we don't rule them as, as like official, official evidence. Um, I have seen these type of things that you're showing me, like with my actual eye. Right. To where years before, I was like, oh, no, it's all lens flare. It's all... It's all bugs. It's all that. But like, I literally seeing that with your own eye, I've definitely seen that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's it's a tough one. It's so tough because it can go either way. Um, but there are some of those that happen. Like there was, a, we have a video of an orb where Marie we're in, we're in a home investigating, and uh, like some crazy activity was happening. And then all of a sudden, Marie stands up, starts walking towards me to another room. And at the same time, like this light anomaly just like hovers like right in front of her and just stays with her and just follows her into the room. Wow. Um, so I mean we've seen these things so it's hard to explain exactly like what they are. And you are. saw that with your own eye. With my own eye. Wow. Um, and, and then I had the night vision on full spectrum on the cameras and filming it and it obviously it's coming up super clear but uh, more clear than what I was seeing with my own eye. Um, so yes, yeah, definitely something interesting there but yeah, it's hard to say. It's so difficult with orbs. You really got to be right. It is really hard. I will tell you. Just like we, we don't take any sides on orbs just like you don't take any sides on Star Wars or Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you're right though because everyone you show that photo to well, it's just a light glare or right. light whatever it is. Exactly. Like, I don't know. It's moved to different positions. I had I pictures of full body apparitions. They'd be like, ah, it's a lens glare. So it doesn't player. matter. Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, I've got that other one, too, where the orb the is moving She's got in a, my house. Yeah. Like, oh, the orb, awesome. it comes out. I'll have to show it to you guys before you leave. Yeah. It comes out, and it, like, goes into, like, this plant I have right there. Like, it definitely moves, and yeah. it's definitely not normal. It's not a shadow of anything. That's really cool. You can yeah. tell it's something yeah. different. So Yeah, I've seen stuff like that. It's definitely it's fascinating. Just It's hard with the whole... I guess with us being on TV and stuff, I mean, we're really, we're looked at so... Like, oh, don't take sides on anything. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's like we open up because we know... There's something to it, dude. There's something to the orb phenomenon. I can definitely tell you that. There is something, in some cases, there is some extremely interesting things that have happened with... uh, I call them more like light anomalies than I would like an orb. Because orbs are notably like it's pretty obvious. It's like dust, you know, floating right. around kind of thing. Or a bug. Or like something. that's that's interesting. That's different though. That's different. It's a little different, right? And yeah. just it's just sometimes you have the to... the color really got me on that. Right. Yeah, you don't really get the coloring on it. Usually, it's just like one color. That one has a couple. Right. Colors in it. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Let's yeah. do a video of like things moving around and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's you got to see yeah. that one, and that is posted on our our Facebook page, I believe. Right. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So you guys have a chance to check that out. With and the... it's on our YouTube channel. Yes. That we have a YouTube channel. Everyone. <laughs> do aliens Ooh. with gas we always forget this so if you go to our website <laughs> alienswithgas.com then just click on the uh, watch button. button yeah and then that'll take you right to our youtube page we have a couple minutes left and real quick i want you guys to kind of summarize the the devil's canyon we talked about that during the break oh. which is fascinating which isn't too far from here in phoenix arizona mm-hmm. a very highly active spot in the mountain range yeah yeah uh we, we went up there marina i went up there like i don't know a couple years back um we uh, were told by like all kinds of people that there was like satanic worship going on out there, just different like strange things and activities going on out there from different groups. So us being who we are, you know, we're like we're gonna go up there and check it out. And uh, we were out there with our little dog, and we were just kind of glassing the area. And the area just feels weird, man. It's just a weird area. And Heidi, you were talking about you you did a lot of climbing up yeah. there in that area, and it does have a weird vibe. It it's is just, not cool, man. <laughs> there's just some weird <laughs> stuff, man. And and it's just it seems otherworldly. It makes you like feel like 
a hundred people are staring at you. Not just right. one person. It's like you have a hundred. So you feel that too. Yeah. So you know staring at you. Like, it's like there's people hiding behind the rocks and dude, stuff. Dude, and at night when you're camping out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can only imagine. Yeah. Like as, as the light went away, as the sun was setting, uh, we, we saw a free floating. It looked like... Um, like a lantern, like a, almost, I don't know if you want to call it an orb or whatever, but it, to me it looked like an actual like miners or an old like cowboy like type lantern. Like this is different old, than the green one you saw. It's different, yeah. Wow. And I'm saying there's another area where it happened. Right. And it, and it was just kind of just walking up. Marie's like over by this pond or something, you know, and I'm like, yeah, there's bobcats, mountain lions out here. It's getting dark. Maybe we should go. Got a little dog. <laughs> and uh, I see this thing and it's coming, coming, coming towards us. It just kind of like fades out. But at the same time, our dog starts going nuts. And our dog don't really bark. No, right. no, not really? at like stuff. I mean, it's just kind of chilling out there. And, and we kind of like, we kind of get a little bit nervous and we started hearing people talking. Well, we were like in the, like nowhere. There was no one out there. Like, how are we hearing people talking? And we kept hearing this chatter, this chatter. Remember that chatter we were oh, hearing? Yeah. Like, who the hell is talking? Does not make any sense? Like, why is this happening? So we get in the car and we're like, okay, I don't know what that light was. I don't know why the you dog's freaking drive. out. <laughs> made you drive. And, uh, because I have a lead foot and I drive fast. No, but like literally when, when she accelerated to get out of there, like there was this huge smack that hit the back of the our SUV uh, at the time. And uh, like it, it just, you know, like what do you do with that? Like did something just like jump on the back of our car? Wow. But uh, we, we were – you drove so fast out of there and down <laughs> that hill. Um, it, we felt threatened. So, yes, earlier we were talking well, before, like on the other on. hour. Yeah. Like uh, any times where you felt like really uncomfortable, like something bad was going to happen, that was definitely a time where I, I, I felt like – we weren't wanted there right. and that something maybe bad was going to happen. And maybe, maybe it was something positive. Maybe it was something that was warning us to get out of that area and, and to go away because something was going, going to happen. happen. Yeah. Right. So, wow. I mean, it could have been a positive thing. Right. But at the time, you're not thinking about that. You're like, no. I just heard a slap that just <laughs> yeah. like this wet sounding smack. And the car moved. The car, they, sure. yeah, you heard it and it was loud. I was going probably like 45, 50 miles per hour when that yeah, happened. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Those dirt going. roads. Yeah. I was and going. it wasn't like a rock popping <laughs> up. It was like something that just something. like, oh my God, what was that? Like it's like someone just ripped our bumper off, you know? I'm a Midwestern, so I know how to drive in the dirt. Go. Right, right. <laughs> That's a good way to end the show. Leave people speculating for wanting more. So, Jay and Marie Yates, thecopscrew.com. Uh, congratulations. Do you have a new TV show coming out? Uh, I don't know if you how far how much you can tell about that real quick. Yeah, or? we got some stuff going on, Very so cool. stay tuned. We got a show that we uh, filmed an episode for for uh, the Oxygen Network called Unprotected that should be airing uh, soon. And actually aired. It actually, well, it is not aired. Our not our show. Our show. But it's a really good, awesome show it's, to it's watch. It's kind of a, funny, a funny show, so uh, it'd be interesting to see how they actually all start end. airing. Uh, we actually start filming for uh, the show that we're talking about. For a new time. one, okay. actually coming up in Chicago soon. Well, so. very cool, Heidi. We're done. We're done. Thanks, guys. I really do appreciate <laughs> it. You can find more information again thecopscrew.com for us. You can find us on alienswithgas.com. Thanks for for tuning into our very special edition of our Ghosts with Gas. We'll talk to you next week right here on Aliens with Gas. <laughs> it got weird, didn't it? Yeah. So first of all, Heidi was pretty uh, tripped out when she saw that photo. So do you want to tell her a little bit about that? Yeah, you were tripped out. What do you think I felt? Um, I was watching TV, and uh, for some reason, I don't know, maybe I had to go to the bathroom. I'm not sure. I put it on pause so I could do whatever I want to do and not miss the program. And then when I came back, that face was on my TV screen. And that's about the, the size of it. Um, I didn't recognize the, you know, the, the face at all. And um, it scared the living daylights out of me because I've had ghosts uh, visit me in the past. So I thought this was just another 
one of the pranks that they were trying to pull on me. But that was a face. I mean, you saw I took the pictures. Um, I don't know what to say about it. It scared me, but I didn't do anything about it other than... I sold I sold the television set. <laughs> what does that tell you? I gave it away. Oh, right. But you, but you said very expensive picture. Right. Uh, right. But you said but, that the when you put the show on pause that turns to this weird blue screen that's not the TV show. Uh yeah, you know, and I don't know about that, Kevin. I um I don't know whether years ago when this happened, if when you put it on pause, there was a blue screen. And I don't remember because now when you put it on pause, you see a picture right. of whatever, you know. So I don't know how that, that blue, I'm assuming that was part of the, the program. I don't know. You know, I never questioned it until now that you're saying something. But, yeah, the screen was blue. How many pictures did you take? I took probably like 30 pictures. Oh, my gosh. And were they in every single photo? Yeah. Whoa. Was yeah, it this... she was in every single photo. But I, I only kept like four or five. So I might have the rest of them on another disc that, you know, and I thought I'd look for that because it was something I didn't really want to erase. Right. Right. You know, I wanted to keep it, um, but I couldn't believe it came out. You know, it came out uh, on, the, on the camera, so I was thrilled that that happened. Yeah, and obviously it wasn't a show you were watching. It wasn't something that looked like someone that was even in the show. No, it was, uh, it was a show called Bridezilla's. And that had nothing to do with that face. Right. And that face that I've shown everyone, they always look at it as it just looks awkward. It doesn't look it doesn't look uh, like a real face. There's something about it. Yeah, it's like... Um, I know, I know. As a matter of fact, I, I looked at it when I sent it to Kevin, the picture. But I remember her, like, smirking at me. I remember not, not a nice smile, a very weird, um, unsettling smile. And when I saw the pictures, they didn't seem as threatening as it did when I was watching television. But she was on every, I changed the channel, and that face was on every channel. Whoa. See that? We did not realize. Wow. Really? Yeah, that face was on every single channel. Wow, I just got chills. That's why I got rid of the TV. Oh, that's really, okay. That is literally a ghost in a TV. But I think... Well, you know, (laughs) as as weird as it may seem, that's what it seemed like to me. You know, I've, I've had, I was telling Kevin, in the past I had three visits of ghosts that came into my bedroom and um, what I was told is you're supposed to be nice to them and say, what, what can I do for you? Now, if any one of them had answered me, I would have dropped dead of a heart attack. You know? <laughs> well, I'm glad they didn't answer you. Yeah, um, well, but I didn't, I wasn't nice. I was real nasty. I'd say, get out of my house or get the F out of my house. And I'd come in storming in with all these candles, these white candles everywhere. Um, and this seemed to me like a residual, like they, they weren't quite done with me. So they put this face on the screen. I mean, I can't explain it. 
Wow. There's no explanation whatsoever of that face being on anybody's television screen. Did did they finally go away, like the spirits you were just talking about? Well, like I said, I bought a new TV. Um, But, yeah, and there was also, and I told Kevin I don't think I took a picture. There was also, after that, maybe two or three weeks later, um, there was a profile of a woman on the TV. Again, it was just like a silhouette of, of, of a woman. And, That's uh, on the I new TV. Take... No, uh, my old one. Oh, so wait, before you got rid of it, two weeks. Well, I understand. So wait. You... Yeah, before I got rid of it, it was the woman, and then a couple weeks later, it was the profile. Oh, then you got rid of it after that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so oh my gosh. It was the second <laughs> you, one that did it for you. you. That's what you're saying. You should have called me. It was a 55 inch <laughs> TV screen, but no. you know, Kevin doesn't want, want that TV. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't want any of this. Right. Uh, you know, in my house, and I've lived here for 38 years, so it's not like all of a sudden. These ghosts are appearing because I'm on sacred land or Indian land or whatever, um, because I've lived here way too long to have something like that just pop up. Right. But I told Kevin I do have a cemetery on the right of my building, not on top of it, but, you know, like two blocks away, and another cemetery on the left side. Oh, yeah. So there are two cemeteries in in within, you know, like a mile of one another where I live. Right. So there could be a lot of spirits around. But you also had a friend send some spirits uh, to you. Oh, yes, I did. You want to hear about that? Yes, please. (laughs) Okay. Um, I had to go to the hospital for some surgery. And uh, after the surgery, they they give you pain medicine. And it didn't seem to be working, so I asked for something else. And I, I don't remember what the pain medicine was, but all of a sudden, I'm seeing these, like, spirits darting in and out of the room and, and behind the curtain, definitely behind the curtain. They were just darting everywhere. And I'm thinking, you know, I was hallucinating. And I also thought, ooh, it must be the pain medicine. I'm on, you know, going on a trip or something, which was fine with me. They didn't scare me, but they were do do do. You know, they were real fast, oh real my gosh. fast. And you know, and I didn't. It's not that I saw them; I felt them. But behind the curtain, and I remember one time a doctor came in and he opened up the curtain. I thought, geez, God, you know, what's going to happen? Well, nothing happened, of course. <laughs> they didn't appear when he was there. But um, anyhow, so when I got home, about five days later, my girlfriend called. She lives in Montana. And she said, did you have any visitors? And I said, well, no, I told you. I didn't want any visitors at the hospital. Absolutely not. I forbid. (laughs) And then I went, oh, my God. I said, did you send those guys? She said, yes, I did. Oh, wow. So she sent them from Montana. They're Sioux Indians spirits and um i sent them home to her about a month ago but i asked for them back so they're back i can feel them in my house they're here but they're nice people they're not they're not mean or or anything and again she said talk to them i said you know why would why would you know i i don't want to talk to them in case they answer what if they answer (laughs) what would happen you'd have a heart attack well you can ask them and maybe turn the lights off and on see what happens you know start small 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, but I sleep with the lights on now. I don't, uh, after that incident uh, in my bedroom. Yeah, that I happened. With- Talk about that real quick because you were sleeping and right next to your bed was a standing, um, you had three different incidents. Oh, man. Yeah. Man. You know how sometimes you feel the presence of somebody? I was sleeping. And all of a sudden I woke up like, oh, you know, like a, a frightening wake up. And there was a man standing right by my bed, right by the head of my bed. And I thought, all right, you're dreaming. Closed my eyes. I opened them again. He was still there. I did it the third time. And then I just totally, you know, panicked. I just kept my eyes closed. And then the next night, a woman came to visit me. Again, no one's talking. They're just looking at me, just looking at me. And she looked like she was from South America. She had like a South America outfit on. Again, I could see through them. And I could see the face and everything. I could see through them. And I could see, you know, what they were wearing. And then the third night, that was it. You know, after the third night, there was a young boy maybe around 20 years old, standing at the foot of my bed. And I'm thinking, what is going on? I can't have three dreams, three nights in a row the same. And it scared me. It scared me very much. So um, I didn't do anything about it other than I started lighting candles and get out of my house, get out of my house. I wasn't nice, and I kept saying get out of my house. And, Kevin, I forgot to tell you, a couple of weeks later, my bed started shaking. I've got a I've got a brass bed on a steel frame and I thought we were having an earthquake. I live in Southern California, so why not, you know? Anyhow, my bed was shaking and when I woke up to see, you know, about the earthquake, there wasn't an earthquake. Oh my there gosh. were finger marks on my on my uh, bedspread like clawing at my bedspread. Oh my gosh. And, wow. and and I decided that's it. And um that they've actually come with me a couple of times. I could feel the presence when I went to my girlfriend's house. She goes, "You didn't bring anything." Oh, no, no, no. But yeah, I did. I mean, they came they came with me one wow. time. But not anymore, you know. Uh, I sleep with a light on. I do because the reason I sleep with the light on is if I open my eyes, I I won't be able to see them. Right. That's my thought. If it's dark, I can see them. So if it's bright, I mean, can you imagine sleeping at my age with a light on? I'm not 12 <laughs> years old. You know, I'm not a 12-year-old kid. Right. But well, the, the people- but you have those, the new spirits there now. I'm sure that will be, you know, taken yeah, care of. Can't they help get keep those other bad ones away that are bothering you? Pardon me? Can't the your friends that flew in for you help? keep the other spirits oh, you mean away with the, with these the sioux indian yeah, spirits yeah. yeah uh well they don't that that was uh that was like five or six years ago uh, the the bad the bad ghost came oh i got so, you so it was it's too long ago and they're gone so you're saying you don't sleep with the lights on or no, still- I still sleep. <laughs> That's okay. The man in the in the closet. Well, no, I can't. I can't uh, feel comfortable without the light right. on now. Wow, so which that is definitely ridiculous. You. At my, like like I said, at my age, I shouldn't be having to worry about boogeyman in my closet. Right. But um, but have you had any more like shaking of the bed, like even no. after this event or anything like that? That's after good. that event with the shaking of the bed and me getting rid of the TV, um, that didn't happen again. That was the end of it. Right. And all that was, you said, about six to eight years ago, right? 
Yeah, about six or eight years ago. Right. I, uh, I'd have to see when. Does it show when I sent you the pictures of the woman in the in the TV? Did it show a date on any of those? Because that would have been. I'll check. I'll look at the original yeah. photos. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of any of the numbers on there seemed kind of shaky. Well, you said. So uh, it was like yeah. they were like, yeah, because obviously your adrenaline was reacting when you took those photos. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm telling you, you know, to be sitting here all by myself looking at this face. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, I was moving around taking pictures. Of course, I was moving. I don't know if I was shaking. Um, but um, right, but this... I don't usually panic like that. I When I panic, I'm very, very calm. So I would have been calm taking the picture, thinking, what is going on? And I wanted proof. And I thought, well, no, if it's a ghost, it's not going to come out. But it right. did. It did. So I thought, well, then it's not a ghost. It's something else, well, which I didn't want to venture to guess what the right. heck was going on in my house. Well, let me ask, as far as, you know, you, you world traveled and you brought back things. Do you think spirits are part of... of uh, well, you know, I'll tell you that you say that. I had just gotten back from Egypt, and somebody who believed me in my story felt that I brought some, you know, evil people back from from Egypt. But, you know, in looking at the people that I saw, the three people, two of them really looked like they were from South America, and that's a different look than Egyptian. But, uh, but... It's possible. You know, he just said, you know, it's, it, anything is possible. You might have brought them home. Well, what, you know, why would I bring anything home like that? But, um, you know, if he said it, he did mention it, that it could be something that I brought back from Egypt. So who knows? Right. You know. I, wow. Well, that's cool. Yeah, the whole thing was just, but I was so glad. I have an aunt who passed away now, but she was like 80, no, no, she was like 95, 96 years old when this happened, and I used to take her to the doctor all the time. And I came, apparently, white as a ghost when I came to her house, and she said, what's the matter? And I told her the story, and she believed me. You know, she's known me all, all my life. And I said, Aunt Sally, this is something weird, and, and let me tell you what happened last night. And then, uh, you know, but I didn't know it was going to happen three nights in a row. Right. Well, Why would anyone but, come up with this kind of story anyway? I don't right. get it. So, um, Well, you know, who knows? I mean, this isn't a... You're right. No one would be able to make it up. But look at these people that say that they've been abducted and they go up in a in a flying saucer and they're physically examined and whatever, and nobody believes them. But, you know, that's just it. If they really had that real experience, it's hard to uh, to convince people. Right. You know, not not that I care to convince anybody about this. It, you know, it scared the living daylights out of me. You should have seen how many candles I had. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. My, I, I hope you went to the dollar store. <laughs> I did. I went broke. to the ninety-nine cent store and I bought those uh, candles that you do for 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 uh, you know for Jesus. <laughs> Were they yeah, Jesus, for and, Jesus candle and for Jesus. Ma Mary candles and, and stuff. I, I've uh -oh. gotten myself some Jesus candles a few times in my day. <laughs> well, nice. That's awesome. I'll tell you, it was you know it was some experience. I bet um, it was. And 
and I haven't had it since. I hope I'm not right. bringing them back. But, you know, I think with these other spirits that are running around my house, and I can, I don't see them, of course, but I feel them. I feel their presence, and I'm very calm, and I feel very safe. But they're these, there um, to help you. Right. Did you give, Yes, they're, did, they're here to help me. Did you give them names? No, I think there's three or four of them. In the hospital, it seemed like there were they were darting all over, darting all over. Um, but uh, here at my home, I feel maybe only a couple of them. I don't feel, but I feel safe with them. And I don't know if I felt safe in the hospital. Like I said, I thought I was tripping out on a drug thing from the, and I didn't want to, uh, and because the drug medicine was working and it took the pain away, I didn't want to say anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid because then they would have changed the medication right, exactly. and I would have been in pain. So I never said anything to anybody. Maybe they kept the valve on too long or something. Yeah, I don't know. I got to push a button every 10 minutes, I'm telling you. But, uh, but it was like, Morphine. I don't. I don't remember the name. I. I don't remember the drug, but. Um, but that's what I thought it was because the first one didn't do that. Right. The first one, you know, the. I guess the spirits weren't in my room yet, uh, but by the second day they were there. Wow. But it's so funny, you know. Any visitors? And yeah. then just the way she asked that's me, weird, and I said, yeah. "No, I told you." And then I went, "Oh my God!" And all I said was, "You." Uh huh. <laughs> and I, you know, and I thought, geez, you know, but she knows I believe this because she knew of uh, the ghosts that were coming into my apartment. So um, she sent these nice people to just protect me. Right on. Had yeah. you ever had experiences when you were younger, in your younger days? No. Wow, so that was the TV was the first experience. The TV. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, the TV. Well, you, I'm going to look for the other little disc because I'm sure I didn't erase it. It was too valuable <laughs> to right. erase. So I only kept, you know, I didn't need to have a half a dozen on my computer. But, um, but well, I kept yeah. them. Plus, you don't want to be scrolling past that all the time. Like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's under Z, so by the time I get to Z, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, you're right. You know, I I don't want to look at it. I don't I don't look at it. in my computers. I have it under my ghost. I mean, well, come on, who's gonna have a file with my ghost on it? Right. But um, you know, I do feel <laughs> that she was smirking. I don't know if you saw the smirk. Well, in her face, but there was a smirk. There was a smirk. There was something. Yes. There was something that, there. Uh, I said she yeah. looked, her, her face looked like the, the face in the, the movie uh, Magic, you know, that with the puppet back no, in the early I, 70s. There was a movie uh, with Anthony Hopkins was in it. Um, but uh, oh. yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting uh, movie, but it's a, it's about a puppet and it's called Magic. So it's the same kind of face. It reminded me of that. But you, oh. but those two photos that, or the photos that you sent, there's a, there's two different images really. That one's close up to the, the front of the screen, and one's kind of faded in the back. I I don't even know. Yeah. I, you know, I I haven't looked at them. I when I sent them to you, I didn't look at them. I just right. So just, what I'm curious though, if you find those other photos, if if the images could be in the same spot the whole time, I will. Or I if will it's be been, very happy. Right. 
uh, to, to look for them. I, like I said, I was actually going to do it today, but I'd be very happy to look and see because then I took like, a, you know, maybe 20 pictures. I, why would I just take one? Right, right. You while know? you're there, I, I might mean, as well. Do you believe me? Do you believe me? Do you believe, you know, right. uh, because it was so bizarre. And, and I was showing people, look, 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 look who's on my screen. Oh, you, oh, that's, that's in the TV. Yeah, and, that's and, what and, and, uh, everyone it said It was that. in the TV, but it was in the TV. <laughs> well, they're saying it's a burn image, and it's like, well, that means you have to leave it on that channel specifically for like a long time with that image alone. Right. And that's not, especially with the moving around. But I, I'm kind of freaking out on the fact that if all these 30 photos are all on a pause situation, and if the image is in different spots, then that's something serious right there. Yeah, well, I'll I'll take a look and see if I if I have the old one, uh, you know, the other pictures, because I I don't think I would have deleted them, and there's only like about ten discs I have to look at, so so you know right. they're either blank or they have the the picture, okay. but. I wasn't paying attention to that. You know, I was just so afraid of this. Who is, who is this woman smirking at me right. on the TV when it's on pause? You know, it's on pause. It wasn't, nothing was happening. It was. It definitely anyway. wasn't like a, a hippie love smirk. It was like a non-hippie smirk. Like It was a nasty. <laughs> it was a nasty yeah. smirk. Any there the comments we got from some of our um, uh, posters were like just that it gave them a very very creepy feeling, like yeah, really creepy. It, 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 I I don't blame them. It gave me a creepy feeling too, I, because I didn't I don't understand it. I still don't understand it, and uh, you know why me. I mean, I don't mind going up in a flying saucer if they want to examine me and stuff, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I'd be happy to go, but uh, something like this was scary. You know, I live alone, and it, and it it was scary to see if there was somebody else around. I could have said, "Look, look, look, look." Right. Right. We might have laughed about it, but this was not a laughing matter. No, I think if someone else is there, I'm not sure they would be laughing either. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but nobody believed. You know, I showed, I sent pictures to my friends. Oh, and I thought, why would I even bother sending these pictures? There's, you know, they're important to somebody, but not to most people. Well, a lot of people don't want to believe. They just have that uh, this that block in their head to not accept any kind of difference to their beliefs. Of course. And I'll tell you, if somebody told me that story where people are standing right by the foot of your, your the head of your bed, and I would think, ah, you're probably dreaming. Well, you know, now that I had experienced it, I, if anybody says anything, I would, I would, ha I would listen. Right. Now I would listen. You know, before. Right. It changes your perspective. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. When you've experienced it, yeah, when you experience something like that, like anything, you experience it firsthand, it's not going away. Right. It's true. It, you know, it's real. So, But anyhow, I still keep the candles just in case they, <laughs> they decide to come back. I've got, you know, he said, put one in the corner. One? Are you kidding me? I bought like 100 candles. <laughs> you know, there's no way I'm going to get one. I'm right. going to light one candle. No, 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 no. So I had them everywhere. So, you know. Well, better safe than sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. You know, that's how I feel. You know, it, it, I, I felt comfortable with the, 
with the candles, but they still didn't do the trick. Right. I, I don't feel they did the trick, but they did it enough, you know, like, you know, be nice to them. Why would I be nice to them? <laughs> yeah, they're invading my space. Get out. Right. Yeah, you know, why would I be nice? And like I said, you know, there's no way I would ask any question. Are you kidding me? Who would do that? <laughs> and, you know. Who are you? Again, Where are you from? Yeah. Yeah, well, can you imagine? But, you know, these spirits, the Indian spirits, they seem to be okay. They're floating around the house. I can feel them. But I I saw more of them when I was in the hospital. And, again, I thought I was on a, a trip, but I, but I wasn't. I wasn't. And when they, they came every morning, they came to open up the drapes. I'd say, oh, my God, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Well, nothing happened. They just opened the drapes. But I knew who was <laughs> behind them. I knew who was hiding behind the drape. Right. So, but yeah, that was weird. I, I was glad she sent them to me. Yeah. But, but you know, we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it. Right. She didn't say, "I'm sending you some help." Now you just yeah, I know that's the odd thing about it is she yeah that's really that's the funky part about the whole story and it's great. Yeah. But, yeah. No, that's, that's a good. That's a good. That's like a, such a solid like. This is legit, you know. Like, yeah. how, how do you not believe this? Or at least, like, have the possibility of this being a, a possibility. A what? <laughs> I said, uh, at least keeping this open as a possibility, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, if I feel them again, I I'm hoping that this is the end of it. And once I get better, then they they don't have to. I sent them back to her house. The, the spirits, but then she sent them back to me yeah. with orders that they are not to leave unless she invites them back into her house. There you go. They're there for you. So, yeah. So I'm I'm protected. Good. It's good. Makes so, me feel so better. that's my story. It's you a know. great story. Um, yes. Thank you for sharing it. You're very welcome. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I knew this would be a good, because it's a great story. It's, I mean, we don't hear too many things that happen like this. This well, is a pretty detailed. Yeah. With that level of I, evidence, too. Like, right. when you have a photograph, multiple, whoa. Oh, that, you yeah. know, that was uh, something else. 